Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 126. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? Yeah, not too bad. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Um, this, I don't even know how to address this, but this um, episode is going to be addressing a lot of the uh, allegations that have come out um, of the Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft communities um, throughout the last seven days. And we have several guests on this show, and it'll be split into two segments. Uh, we have Luma and Brett, aka Ubisoft Central, joining us in the first segment, and then we have the four pillars, so George and Ethan, mm-hmm. in the second part. Now, uh, James and I had recorded another intro for this, and we do our Patreon list, and we do an intro, and then we go to the guests. But this, you know, this podcast is about addressing these allegations and talking about a serious topic so um james and i've talked and you'll hear it at the tail end of this podcast um we've decided not to read i hope our patrons understand like we're not going to read the patreon list on this um episode um and we're not going to monetize the episode at all uh, this is about a discussion that needs to be had and it's a topic that needs to be talked about and Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you all understand that. Um, was there anything yeah, else, James, you sure. wanted to say? No, I don't think so. I reckon we get straight into the podcast and get on with these uh, the topics at hand. Yeah, it's it's. A, hey, look, it, I'll I'll give you the warning that it's a heavy episode, and, and it is for a, sure. Yeah, yeah. We get um, into some serious shit. We get into some stuff that you know. There's some stuff that wasn't really talked about. Um, you know things that um, Luma and and Brett uh, have, have have mentioned from behind the scenes, their dealings with some of these people as well. Um, there's a lot to it, and there's a lot to go over. And I think you know it's not it's not going to be a a fun, happy episode of the podcast like usual. But I think it's worth listening to um, if if you know about what's happened or if you don't, just to uh, educate yourselves on what's what's going on. And as well in the description, there'll be a bunch of links to um, tweets that have that have come out relating to this from the victims and also. Um, ones that have been compiled into a thread to talk about all these different things so if you want to go and read up on these things more in detail the stuff that we talk about and even stuff that we don't mention you can and that will be down in the description uh for you to do so if you yeah. if you want all right so the yeah the we'll get straight into it the first segment um we have luma and brett aka ubi central um mm-hmm. will be joining us right now and here we are joined by our first two guests. We've got uh, a man who needs, needs no introduction if you've been around the Assassin's Creed community. Uh, Luma, how's it going? Uh, okay. Uh, good to be here. Thanks. And we're also joined by Brett from UB Central. As always, thank you guys for inviting me on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Um, all right, guys, this is obviously a pretty um, major topic that we wanted to address in this week's episode of the podcast. And um, I think having you two uh, uh, come on and and talk with us, obviously we really appreciate you joining us. And um, you two have a very, you you know, unique insight. You you are very involved in the Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft communities. And uh, you've met a lot of, you know, the, the people in question. Uh, as well as a lot of others in the community that have been affected, and uh, I, I'm no, I know people would you know love to hear from you, and and I'm sure I've, I've said this in the intro that we haven't yet recorded that that people have already seen, 
James and I didn't want, I guess, um, to make this show or this podcast about, like, try to use this event to get views or anything. Like, I feel like that felt str- mm-hmm. would feel very strange. So I didn't want to go and ask anyone that might be affected or uh, or anyone that necessarily any of the victims I should say um, from any of these allegations uh, I didn't you know reach out to anyone but because I didn't want it to be like oh you know we were trying to get views and capitalize on this but I st- at the same time I do want to leave an open invitation if anyone were to want a platform to speak um, on this show you have it my DMs are open on, on Twitter, but I didn't want to like, yeah, reach out to anyone if that makes sense. But obviously the platform is available, um, to those who, who, who want, want it. So I thought mm-hmm. I'll start, I'll start with that. Um, and I guess Luma, you're probably the closest to it. Um, do do you mind kind of giving us, I, I guess the best place to start is the start of the week when the first, bit of information dropped which was about Ashraf Ishmael and but maybe for those who don't know that are watching and listening to this do you want to give some context and some backstory to what we're about to uh, dive into uh sure do you mean about the about Ash in general yeah what had dropped yeah so (laughs) it's funny um one I found out about this through a DM uh, like after midnight from um, an ex Ubisoft employee um, who I had met over the years. Um, and he had a screenshot of the, the text messages from this tweet. And he's like, Hey dude, you're famous because like I'm, it includes a picture of me interviewing Ashraf uh-huh. and then like a look right. at um, his wedding band that's on there. And the girl is asking mm-hmm. him about it. And the context being that um, this girl had posted to Twitter uh, basically that she had been in a relationship for, I think, on and off for a few years with Ashraf and that he had uh, been lying to her this entire time about um, having uh, a wife, having kids, um, about the wedding band. So she screenshotted the interview and uh, had asked him, hey, like, what's up with the wedding band? And he was like, oh, it's... Um, uh, I think his explanation was that in Arab culture, it's very embarrassing for him not to be married at his age at that point. And so it's to save his parents' questions from mutual friends being like, why isn't he married if they see the interview, I mm-hmm. guess, or, or in public spaces like that. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's how it started. On um, It was like Sunday mm-hmm. evening for me, uh, like really late. Right, and I guess also for maybe mm-hmm. um, the very few people that may not know, Ashraf Ishmael being creative director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, formerly game director of Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Origins as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously a very high up person in, in the Assassin's Creed development team um, at Ubisoft. Uh, what what was your... So let me get this DM... You're famous. What What's your <laughs> reaction? Is this the first you've ever heard of anything like this? You hadn't heard whispers or anything in the past? The only thing that um, was gave me any kind of inkling about this was um, the thing I tweeted about uh, 
the next day, uh, which was back in 2013, I went to a Assassin's Creed 4 um, kind of press event for uh, press and influencers, I guess, um, that was held in San Francisco. Um, I asked them, I was like, hey, is it cool if I bring my girlfriend along? Um, she was looking to break into the gaming industry. And I mean, I also just like introducing cool people to each other. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I had met Ash and... Um, you know, some of the other people that were there, I think it was like Tim Brown uh, from uh, Ubisoft Annecy um, earlier at like E3 or in previous years and just wanted to introduce and be like, hey, this is part of my life like now and like you guys are all cool and would get along. Um, so we go there um, and Ubisoft was like, oh, yeah, totally bring her along. It'll be cool. It'll be fun. Um, really cool event. Um out in Treasure Island in San Francisco, um, and um, Ashraf is there. Um, I introduce my girlfriend. I'm like, "Hey, this is my girlfriend Candice," um, and you know, we're all chatting, having fun, and then I go off and capture some gameplay. Mm -hmm. And like, my girlfriend's just kind of mingling with people, and she's talking to Ashraf for like a decent amount of time, like maybe 30, 60 minutes. Um, but it's all just like friendly. And um, but later on, she told me he had opened up to her about like some really. Um, serious stuff about his past or whatever like kind of over I don't, I don't know if i want to say like oversharing but like kind of a surprising amount of sharing it's like for, i just met you it's like hey dude some... let's yeah, pump yeah. the fucking brakes for yeah, yeah 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 a professional <laughs> yeah, yeah. event too you wouldn't sort of expect that when you're there sort of you know to capture footage and you've got the you know the, the game, game director, director. Of, a, of the game yeah. and he's opening up about personal issues yeah that's yeah yeah that's strange. and i was like oh okay that's um interesting and like uh and then later at night at like 1 a.m like we're just like chatting like lying in bed and she gets like some notifications on her phone and it's ashraf reaching out to her um and if you've seen them on my uh when i tweeted them mm -hmm. out they're very polite but it's also fairly clear that it's not very appropriate either because he just basically says um you know what maybe i should pull it up so i can quote it verbatim yeah, sure. Because yeah, I don't want to. Um... This makes me cringe. This yeah, makes it me really cringe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we cringed. It was more just we were like, "What the fuck?" Like, okay, so he sends two messages. The first one says, "It was a pleasure meeting you today. I have to say, I was very charmed by you." The second one says, "I hope I'm not being too forward, but I would like to get to know you better." So Ash sends mm -hmm. these messages, and then, like. Like, there's no party... Okay, so this wouldn't excuse it anyway, but, like, there's no party going on, like, after this event or whatever. It's just, like, 1 a.m., like, Ash is sober. It's one of the things he told my girlfriend. And I, and it's just, like, kind of, like, what is... What is this? And so she just mm. um, replied. It was fairly brief conversation. that It was very nice to meet you, too. Loomer thinks the world of you, and he was excited to introduce me to you. I'm sorry if I misinterpreted myself or misrepresented myself in any way. I really am a very happy full-time Loomer girlfriend. I'm not available to quote, get to know. Um, because we're kind of just like, mm -hmm. it really sounds like he's like, hey, like, I, I, yeah. I, I honestly back then really still didn't really understand what was going on. Because even when Ash is being inappropriate, he's unfailingly polite. And you'll see that in like I, I, every single I, text conversation that's come out about this. <laughs> true, but he like he mm -hmm. knew my this. Here's my thing. Just first, first off, yeah, 
he knew obviously that she was your girlfriend. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah, see that no to me is mm. uh, so disrespectful to you. Yeah, like as someone who's like, if I'd brought my if I'd met Ash once twice before and then I go to an event now and like he did that um fuck man like that's wild that's wild yeah, super strange yeah. I think as well it's it's sort of like the, I mean reading those and the way he is so polite about it um, and as well obviously after everything that's come out that we've seen now all this other stuff it's looking back at it I think it's really easy to tell that that's pretty manipulative behaviour as well being mm-hmm. so trying to be polite about it so he can be like oh I'm so sorry I, d- I didn't mean to do this when he I he, he's got to know what he's doing yeah. I just can't imagine what could go through your head when you meet somebody's girlfriend, especially at like a, a, you know, this professional event, and then you do that later. That what could go through your head to justify it? And I, yeah, I just don't know. It's incredibly strange, and it does make me cringe a lot to to read to read those when he knows it, he he knows. Yeah, strange, strange to your girlfriend and disrespectful to you. Like, yeah, that's how but, I see that. but also it felt like. I don't know. Ash and I had only met like once or twice before, but we got along really well. And um, it seemed very, um, we kind of just brushed it off because it wasn't really that big of a deal. Like it Mm -hmm. felt like, um, like if Mm -hmm. I had known it was like a a signal of like something bigger that was going on with Ashraf, like obviously Mm -hmm. it would have said something, but we were just kind of like, okay, well, um, we kind of politely shut him down. There's, there's actually a little bit more to the conversation that I didn't post online um, and I was going to say, I feel like he res- still responded with something. He did respond to that. I can, yeah, I can tell I you what that, um, and I can send you the image if you want to put it on the screen too. But he responds after that. says, oh, he says, you didn't misrepresent. I was just charmed. And I didn't mean anything specific by it. I actually enjoyed talk. I actually really enjoyed talking to you. And then he sends another message. And Loomer is a wonderful guy. I specifically look out for him at these events because I have a lot of respect for him. Oh, and then... you fucking oh. son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I don't like you that. Son I don't of like a that. Bitch. Hey, you don't though, do you? Obviously. This is manages to say charm in every text. Uh, <laughs> He's so charmed. Yeah. And then and then there was one more where uh, my girlfriend said, he'll be overjoyed to hear it. And in a very non-specific way, I'm sure we'll... I'm sure I will get to know you better as we, as we continue to cross paths with a smiley face. And so then after that... Um, like, I don't know, maybe a week later, he unfollows her, like, on Twitter. Um, oh. And, and there's, like, no more contacts. Although I think we did, um, <laughs> it was funny because I interviewed him at PAX West in 2017, and uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, Candace, was, we were still together, and we, and I was interviewing Ash at that point, and I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, interesting. I have no idea what's, um... <laughs> wow, this is like a thing you were think. Obviously, we're thinking about like yeah. like this is like wow. Yeah, now yeah. it's something I have to think about. Like as I'm doing these events, yeah. which is not something that um, I mean. Obviously, what happened to me is like extremely minor compared to what's happened to a lot of other people. Not just with Ash, but with other people at Ubisoft. But like, um, it's just uh, it's just not something that influencers or community people that that interface with Ubisoft should have to worry about. I think. And so it was, mm-hmm. I was a little, but I was just kind of a little bemused because it's like, you know, Ash is kind of like, he kind of shot his shot and then got shut down and then he went away. And now I'm just like, okay, I want to interview <laughs> this guy again. What is this going to be like? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's strange. 
Um, so, but yeah, that's um, that's the extent of the story. It was so, it, on its own. You can see it's so minor that we never said anything to anyone at Ubisoft or um, anybody in the community, um, really. Uh, so we just kind of and and it was fine. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Ash in 2017 twice for Origins. We had a great time. Um, you know, you you can see in those interviews how happy I am to like talk to him because I still really admired like so many aspects of him and he and. You know, the way he comes off so humble and um, intelligent and everything is really appealing. And, Mm. you know, still kind of just I'll brush it aside until uh, everything happened here (laughs) this week. And, and, I mean, what came out was the fact that what he attempted, I guess, um, would be the word to to do with your, at the time, girlfriend, he's gone and done many times who knows how many i'm sure we haven't got every story that's come out about uh females that either he's worked with or that are in the assassin's creed community that he has gone and and used his influence his position um to really try to start relationships with and manipulate um in, in that way and whether that's to a emotional relationship or a sexual relationship or both like it's on its own and, and this was you know I had a certain reaction to when the first story came out I read the first story I was like okay so it sounds like he's a scumbag that's what it sounds like to me um, but I like at the time it's one story about like a, an affair is what it, like I was seeing it as so I'm like okay so he's a scumbag but and that like does this have anything to do with the game like i don't really care about him like i don't know him personally at all so i respect the job he does and uh, well i still i'm still gonna play the game so i'm like oh this won't affect the game it's one story obviously not great um and i and i wasn't clear as well to me at the time how much he used like his position to push that relationship I was like, okay, where, where are we at? I, I, maybe they just... It was a one thing. one. It was only happened once. He meets this girl in an event and, and it just so happens to begin this relationship. And it's, you know, what he's saying is genuine about these feelings he has for her. But then it starts coming out that he's saying the same thing to all these different women. And it's like, ah, right, this is a completely different thing to what I initially thought it could be. Or I guess maybe, maybe as, you know, when you're fans of his, you want it to be the least bad the situation could possibly be. But... Hmm reality grew and grew and grew and i guess f- for you luma who's who's met this guy brett did you ever meet ashraf yeah i've met him uh several times w- what was your guys like what what was the reaction when that like second story and that third story like <clears throat> like run me through i guess your mindsets um but so, uh, as people that have met him and know him where yeah, so what 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 happened there it definitely caught me off guard because with him him and i every time we've interacted like loomer said he's always super polite and um i had the feeling you know i've had two surgeries and after both of those he's reached out and he just seemed so genuine to me and nice and um it's just like loomer i know someone in the industry that he's interacted with as well i don't think she's come forward so i'm not going to name names but um when he messaged her it just he was kind of flirty but i also didn't think anything of it because again for me he was polite at this time i didn't know he was married like 
I don't think anyone really knew, and it really didn't seem like a problem um, at the time. But yeah, when these stories came out, obviously no one really knew the scale of it because there's so many stories, and the fact that not only was he married, but he used um, you know his kids as an mm. excuse and like uh, his position at Ubisoft to like target these women it was um it was honestly depressing to see because i've always looked up to ash and again i've had plenty of nice interactions with him so yeah it was definitely depressing to see i've seen people try you know to defend his actions and (laughs) ashraf obviously what he did was wrong and the the one thing i can say about it is at least he came forward and he admitted he was wrong and he messed up and he stepped down at least he did that because there's Mm -hmm. so many other ubisoft employees that there's stories that have coming out and they haven't responded or stepped down or done anything oh they're denying it yeah but i i i'm tired of people defending ashraf because ashraf admitted he was wrong himself but this is so much more than a video game and i just i i wish people would realize that definitely so much more than a video game like the the i mean as lumi you brought it up with Mm. just the when he first met your girlfriend is within 30 minute to an hour conversation the oversharing and what that stems from is something he a tactic that was used that is pretty familiar in all these stories is he used this oversharing uh and his personal life i it's still unclear what's true or not true to emotionally manipulate these women. Do, like, would you want to talk a bit about that? You probably have a bit more of the specifics than I do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, um, I think he just opened, I, I, it's just really hard for me to, to reconcile kind of like the two images of Ash. Uh, and it was back then and it is still now because, you know, Br- Brett, you talked about him reaching out after your surgeries and everything. And um, I was going through a pretty rough period um, after my girlfriend and I actually broke up, the same one that um, he had hit on, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I didn't Mm -hmm. say that was the reason, but it was like in early 2018. And he reached out and wrote me a very, very nice um, Twitter message um, talking about how a few years ago he was in like a really rough place and he's and he's alluded to this too sometimes i feel like in these other conversations about like past infidelity he's he'll reference it as like past infidelity issues or that he was like in a dark place and stuff and so it's not even i don't know if that aspect of him is unique to the um when he's like trying to talk to and kind of talk to the women and everything it might just be that he's kind of an open person sometimes but it definitely seems like he's more willing to sh- quickly share that kind of thing uh, when he's talking to the women. But, like, it is a part of him. And um, he, I do believe that, uh, I don't know, there's a part of me that really wants to believe that the Ashraf that we all love, like, is there. And it's like, you know, you just got to come out of the, the, I don't know, break through the, the crap or whatever but that's not really like how it actually works in real life it's people are the sum of themselves you can't just take parts of them um and i i think i don't know i i it's it's still hard for me to uh tell how much of that was part of the tactic to like kind of um you know 
they say vulnerability breeds intimacy, right? And so being very open about things in your past um, was likely a way for him to try to, to um, you know, generate intimacy with these women. But it's still a little hard for me to kind of parse out how much of that was um, kind of like a tactic and how much of it was his personality, mm. in a sense, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, we were talking about this um, on on Discord a little while ago uh, when all of this came out, was that what I assumed... Um, I said this on a stream, I think it was. Someone asked me about it. Um, and this was before there was there were some more stories. It was sort of at the start of everything. Um, was that... I don't know if sometimes... Because, of course, he was using his position of power to, to you know, speak and sort of pursue these, these different women that were part of, you know, sort of the community that he's a part of as well. Um, but I said on stream, I don't know if he... I, or how much he intentionally did that whether he didn't even think oh i'm in a position of power or he just thought you know i'm talking to these women like i would talk to any woman he didn't think oh i'm you know this in this position of power they all look up to me maybe he didn't even realize the power that he had um and in terms of emotional manipulation just sort of in general by you know sharing all this stuff with them and then saying like oh you're so special to me that i've been able to you know tell you all of these things about myself um, whether that was premeditated and conscious, a conscious effort that he was putting in, or whether this was almost subconscious to him, I, do, I, I don't know how much, how far, you know, any of these things go. Whether he sat there and thought, right, I'm the creative director of this game, all of these people in the community look up to me, I can use this, you know, this personal thing, and I can try and get these women, or whether it was totally subconscious or somewhere in between. It's probably somewhere in between. But even there, if, um, even if it, that's what I said, I said when he stepped <clears> down, it's the right choice. Like, at best, what he did, and this is, before that last story came out, like the like mm-hmm. yesterday or the day before, but I said it was like, at best, it's super naive and super irresponsible and super unprofessional, at best. Like, because if he was yeah, sitting there yeah, thinking, There's no excuse, I'm not no. in a position of power, you're naive as fuck. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't, and I also don't believe he didn't have some comprehension of, professionalism in some sort of company you are you there's you know there's a hr department for a reason like unless you're at toronto um that um you know you i I just think it's common sense uh, you you know what position you're in and you know what you know impact has on co-workers and the community comes into um you know that co-worker space or at least that customer space um of a business to, to not think that you are, you're in some sort of higher position. I, I don't believe that he didn't know. I just don't believe that. No, I don't, I don't think he didn't know, but I'm just wondering how much he consciously sort of thought about it. I don't know. It's if he wanted to cheat on his wife and be a scumbag, that's his business. Go meet a woman that doesn't know you at a bar and have a normal fucking conversation what he's done is not not that he's brought it directly into his work mm-hmm. he's literally brought this stuff into into his work with you know whether it's people employed in and around ubisoft or you know the consumer and fan of his directly like mm-hmm. it's just that's the the greatest issue and then the and the reason it's such a scumbag move is the way he went about it as well, that emotional manipulation over a long period of time with multiple women. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and for people who might still be kind of struggling with like, oh, like I still don't really understand why it's as bad as like what he did. Like even in just my situation, which is very much different from all the women that he's affected in that, um, you know, he wasn't actually pursuing me and I'm a male content creator. But even in the situation with um, my girlfriend and everything, like I felt kind of like an obligation to kind of be on good terms with him and make sure I didn't rock the boat too much because mm -hmm. I wanted to mm -hmm. keep interacting with him and also because I looked up to him. But if you can imagine if I was like a female streamer or a, a YouTuber, um, it could very much be that he was talking to me like that and then I'm put in a very uncomfortable position if I'm, you know, if, if I... If I'm into him, it's one thing, and that comes with its own set of uh, uh, consequences, as we've seen. But if I weren't interested in him, what do you do in that situation? Because you kind of feel pressure to say yes in order to um, uh, and get closer to him, even if it makes you uncomfortable, just because you want to be on good terms with someone, mm -hmm. because you want that content for your channel, and you want that kind of... Uh, um, you want to be able to interact with him in the community and everything. And so hopefully that makes things like a little clearer on why, um, why it's an issue when these people are in a position of power in whatever way that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, for sure. Yeah, and I think so, as well, like to add to that as well, because a lot of people have said um, that uh, like, what, well, why couldn't the women have just, like, said no, they're not interested sort of thing? And sometimes with, with this, and we've seen there's other stories as well with other um, people that work for Ubisoft, that they'll... The way that it, the way that it works is with this sort of manipulation... Um, in, in any, in, you know, in any part of your life as well, like with any sort of relationship, it doesn't have to be with someone um, that necessarily works for Ubisoft, is they'll almost, over a long period of time, they'll manipulate you to feel, to make you feel like you're the one that instigated it and you're the one that led th them on. And if you then try to get out of it or try to explain, you know, how you actually feel, you're going to then be in a position, like if it is, you know, if, if, if say it's where you work or if you do work in the community and you make content and you need those connections, you're going to be excluded from those things because you're going to feel like it was your fault by the end of it. And I think a lot of people don't really necessarily understand that that's how it can work, but it can. And it can work like that, especially with these situations with, you know, someone like Ash or someone that works, you know, for the PR part of Ubisoft. Um where you know they're talking to these women over a long period of time and you know it starts off that you know you're trying to you don't want to you don't want this but you also don't want to lose those connections and so you try to be polite about it you try to be nice and it escalates and it gets to a point where after you know maybe a couple of months you feel like you did something wrong and then you can't get out of it and that's just the way that this manipulation sort of works and it's not as black and white as people want to make it out to be with these sorts of things and in his case as well there was the use it was it was that oversharing to create uh, a trust so that that way if he was questioned he could fall back on that no um, you can trust me uh, you know what like you know i've shared this with you that means you can trust me um like mm -hmm. what bad guy would share this tragedy or this you know personal thing with you you know i got nothing to hide here like you know and all, and all that sort of stuff that's look it was it was a it was a dark path and there's no question him stepping away um or whether that was his choice or if eventually he was forced to it's a right decision in my opinion uh mm -hmm. you know he 
he can't be in that position because he can't handle it and that's obvious um that's obvious he, you know you don't have it's not a right to be there i don't care how good you are when you know being in any position comes with a lot of responsibility and he obviously didn't have the ability to handle that responsibility in a professional way uh, and keep his integrity um because he doesn't have doesn't have integrity in my opinion and it's disappointing but uh, that that's how i feel it's super scumbag moves super scumbag moves and yeah the guy needs a fucking slap to me like that's <laughs> uh, you know no two ways about it um and i you know i had a lot of respect for ash didn't know him personally uh but obviously where everyone's disappointed james and i have been like i would wake up to james texting me and an update to these stories every every day and i'm like holy shit how is this wow how deep does this go and you realize the longer it goes by, by, by friday it's like well nothing will surprise me at this point literally anything could happen and it's like well i can't believe like i believe it like of course mm-hmm. um yeah and there's a lot of people saying like oh we need like i don't believe any of this i just i need some proof and it's like for one beyond screenshots which people will claim are photoshop edited how what proof do you want like i don't understand what kind and what of proof, proof you want do you other than exists? like what proof so could many exist? women like especially when we're talking about more serious issues um with things with things that have been going on like 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 you know um actual sexual assault and things like that how do you visit how do you want people to prove that do you want them to constantly be filming do you want a video of it like how do you what proof are you looking for that will convince you that you know all of these women with very similar stories won't prove to you i don't know if people believe that these women have come together all of these you know so many women at this point have come together in like a group chat and they're like let's make up these fake stories like it's just when it's like a one-on-one situation then fair enough it's it's a lot more difficult then and you're like okay if you take the claim seriously but maybe let's not jump on the you know the the hate train at this point let's you know try and weigh up both stories if it's a one-on-one situation but this is not that this is totally different and it's not just even one person it's all throughout ubisoft um uh, at this point and so there's a lot more to it and i cannot understand that people would not believe this at that at this point i just i don't i don't understand it yeah um I, <clears throat> excuse me i wanted to say really quickly kind of on this subject that um this is also kind of speaking to um uh, when the first story came out about ash a lot of people were like oh this should be private why are you mm. sharing it like mm-hmm. so he cheated so what and mm. it's always so hard to be the first person to come out with allegations mm. against someone like that and it's just um for people who d- who would say things like that i hope you understand as events have unfolded um why it's so important to support the first people who come out because it's so difficult it's the time when you face the most scrutiny but when they do share that story like it triggered a memory in me like and i shared my screenshots of a much more minor incident but that was still inappropriate that still contributes to the bigger picture and i wouldn't have yeah. done that if i hadn't mm-hmm. seen the original story once i did that i received contact from at least i would say three 
three other women in the Assassin's Creed community who said, who reached out to me afterwards. And this has actually been the case for a lot of the abusers at Ubisoft. Whenever I retweet or comment or something on Twitter, like a handful of people, handful of women in the Assassin's Creed community will message me and be like, oh my God, I have these messages too. And like, I never really thought about it much. And most of the time they don't go public with them or anything. Um, mm. But it's just in order to get an idea of the bigger picture, like these things do need to be made public and be talked about. And so I just wanted to kind of really impress on people that I hope it's been like a learning experience to see the progression of what's happened with the stories about Ash and why it's important to believe the first people that come forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it definitely sure. has been a learning. And uh, and and I guess you know, I I don't even know how to how to describe it from, you know, for how James and I were at the start because it's not that I definitely believed it pretty much straight away. I didn't know how. I guess it's been a learning experience because I didn't know how to react or really how to digest the information and what way I'm like, am I digesting it this way as it like, okay, what's all the details <clears throat> and and is it leading me this direction or that direction and it's it is hard as you know i guess someone that doesn't know any of these people the the victim or even the the person accused you're kind of like how do you react how do you take it <clears throat> i don't know like i i understand what you're saying completely you know the that sort of you know there should at the very least don't be the that person's fucking judging him and calling him a liar and like what like have some human decency yeah you know like yeah mm -hmm. or or even, shame them for speaking up even, yeah, yeah exactly even if you're skeptical that doesn't then give you the right or the ability or that you should then instantly be like now attack that person for for saying it yeah maybe wait for at the very least be a decent person, wait for more information on surface, take the time to digest it and, and give both sides um, its due and then make a conclusion. I think that's a totally reasonable thing to do. And what happened with time here was that it became very clear what the, what the truth was. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's yeah. how I, how I feel about it. You know, and I, I don't think I'll I'll ever be able to instantly jump on anyone's bandwagon 100% because that's just to me it, it, an unreasonable way to look at it. I've got to I've got to give it that moment to be like okay, well is there a like what's the other possibility or or what is what is it? It's not going to be me going, "No, nah, fuck that person, they're a liar." It's going to be, "Okay, shit, that's crazy. Is is there another side?" Is there? No? Okay. Oh, there's even more stories. This Okay, yep, let's give it a shoot. Okay, now here's my my view of it, if that makes sense. I'd, 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 yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm wrong all the time. So, you know, but that's, that's how I feel about these situations when I'm not directly involved in them, when it's not someone I know on either end. You know, obviously it's even more different to me, like, if you know the victim or you know the person accused it totally then completely changes how you react to it it's it's such a hard situation so for anyone to come out especially in in these cases where it, obviously it's true this is incredibly brave 
you know, to be that first person because you're going to get the most shit. You're going to get the most shit. Uh, and every time someone comes out and supports you, it's like that vindication of, you know, I, I was telling the truth and all these, you know, assholes that have been talking shit and, um, you know, calling me a liar. You got, a, you know, worse, like a, a lot of fucking egg on your face. A lot of fucking egg on your face. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else you guys want to talk about with the Ash situation? Um, I just want to add to, um, you know, people might be caught off guard too because with Ashraf or any public figure, really, he only shows the side that he wants. So people who don't know him personally feel like they do because, you know, he, he does share a lot on Twitter just openly. And you see him like, even though you haven't interacted with him in person, you know, he's still interacted with the Four Pillars community and memes on Twitter and stuff. So it seemed yeah. like, you know, he really cared mm-hmm. and he was really personal. So I think it is important that to keep in mind, you know, when dealing with public figures and people in the space, you know, they you only see one side of them on Twitter and that's the side that they want to see. So when people do come forward, I mean, I get that it might be hard to process, but you have to understand, you know, what what the person sharing this went through and why they're sharing it. And that's really important, too. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And I would just like on my end, just really briefly add kind of like some advice to don't over worship your heroes. <sighs> like if you if your reaction to this news was uh, either, you know, kind of disbelief because you hold Ashraf like on this pedestal that he could do no wrong. Or if it's along the lines of, oh, well, this is going to like, he's he's the only one who's going to make Assassin's Creed good. And <laughs> if he's fired, like, it, it's just, look, first off, remember, anyone can be an abuser. Anybody can be a victim. Um, and second, just try to keep things in perspective both in the sense that what these women went through is much more important than the future of Assassin's Creed in any way (laughs) and also um, that Ashraf isn't the end-all be-all for creative director on Assassin's Creed like the series who knows what it's going to look like without him Um, it could be worse it could be about the same it could be better someone else might step up to take his place who's fucking amazing the best creative director ever you don't know but like just keep all of that in perspective and don't um don't tire i don't know what's the exact word would be but like just try not to go too overboard on um over idolizing the game devs or people in general in in the world there's people you don't know you know like i look up and i'm inspired by a lot of people that I don't know, but it's in what they do, not who they are. The only people, and I made a little thread of this on Twitter early in the week, where I just said, like, look, the people that I look up to as a man are the people I know truthfully. You know, like, you know, again, it's, some people don't have all the, you know, those people. Like, I, I'm very lucky. I have, I have a lot of people I look up to in my personal life. Like, you know, that I look to for guidance and advice and always have my father being one of them. Like, that's where, you know, the truth of who I am is in those people I really, truly know and love. That's that's who I am. It, it, it shouldn't be and it can't be in these people I don't know personally because um, 
they they let you down there's a line from this is the f- weirdest dumbest analogy not an analogy reference ever but there's like an, a line in an ed sheeran song that always reminded me of which was this week i kept thinking about was i've seen all my heroes dethroned except my dad like mm-hmm. ev- all those other people that you look up to eventually you're gonna let you down because you don't know them you don't know that f- you know that football player you don't know that film director you don't know that comedian you know you don't know them so you you, you Honestly, can be you might not even know your dad do. yeah exactly. well that's it that's the thing you might not even have like that that father or father figure to look up to like for yeah. sure it's you know everyone's in that different position that's what i'm saying like i'm definitely yeah. lucky that i i i have that i consider myself very lucky but when you don't know someone personally it's you, it's it's not healthy i don't think to put them on a pedestal in every way you can say well they're a great game director or they're a great comedian or they're a great athlete like you know who they are as people doesn't uh necessarily change whether the the fact that they're great at it but it should affect how you see them uh because you know any of these positions that you're in in whether it's as a celebrity quote unquote or an influencer or whatever it is there is a, a an air of responsibility that comes with any of those positions you don't get to be in a prestigious position that gives you a lot of benefits and a lot of respect and then not act uh and earn you know that position you know it's it's not a right it's a privilege to be in any of those positions and it, you know I, I feel you know you need to behave in that in that way that suits that um you know but you mm-hmm. know ash isn't even the only story this week you know that that's that's kind of there's been many um i we, i don't know if we're gonna have time to go through every single one because there is that many uh there's a big twitter thread um what james do you know the name of the guy that's putting these threadless Dan- danny I, i've seen it but i don't, I don't oh yeah it's like danny the villain the something like that danny the villain danny the villain oh, look yeah i, I, no, I need I to find it should be it should be on my twitter but should have had it but i'll send i'll send you a link um if you could put it in the description because it's got he's got a thread mm-hmm. with all of these um stories that it, he's been yeah. getting sent oh yeah denny with a with an e that's why okay yep um yep twitter handle is denny von doom so it's d-e-n-n-y von doom yeah okay and i'll throw this thread in the description anyways if you're listening on youtube yeah and um you know check out because there's there's many that have been named um and lots of stories and 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 dms that he's been sent and gone through so it's at the very least worth your time to read and and have that understanding and and give that a chance um but i'd say the of uh, so far you know who knows what's going to come out but the worst thing i've seen and the craziest shit um has been the what's come out about Andy Escoblades um mm-hmm. who I don't this is 
fucking so bizarre to even the fact that I'm like I spent high I'm talking about it because one of what it is but also like I was 15 in high school watching Luma and Escoblades videos and now I'm sitting Mm. here talking about this with Luma like that's fucking weird thinking about it so I'm not trying to I'm trying not to think about that weird fact but then obviously like how this week's played out is so bizarre and you two uh, you know knew him personally um and i, I don't know if you, you were like fr- uh, friends i don't know you know how your personal dynamic works or if you still were or you were once i don't know but th- so much has come out i don't even know where to start with this man like i don't know what to like i feel sick if i'm being honest with you i feel sick just and when i the reason i'm rambling right now is because this that's what i do when i'm nervous and i feel sick like this like i don't, <laughs> I don't know, what, know else what else to yeah. say do you want me to do a little intro like i did with ash could, yeah could you please yeah, say sure because yeah, i'll yeah. just ramble yeah. um so this one is very close to me um i definitely considered andy a friend um up to a point um but early on he was a community member he wasn't working at ubisoft um he was making videos uh, like many of us were around the assassin's creed multiplayer Um, And he and I collaborated on a whole bunch of videos um, together. Um, When I I was a guest on the podcast that he was, the podcast that he was doing at the time. And then when I started my own podcast called The Assassin's Den, um, I asked him to co-host it with me. And so the very, the good first half of all the episodes are him and me co-hosting. And then the second half kind of dropped off due to these events uh, that I'll talk about, but um, basically he joined Ubisoft um, working first on AC Initiates, probably in, I want to say, 20, 2012, 2013 or so, I want to say. I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. And has uh, he was a community developer on Initiates, and then he did product marketing, I believe, for Assassin's Creed for a while, especially for Origins. And currently, I believe his title is product marketing manager on Watch Dogs Legion. Um, and at this point, he's been at Ubisoft for quite a while, like six or seven years, I would say. Um, and yeah, the the main event that um, the thing that kickstarted everything was um, uh, Kate, who is a member in the Assassin's Creed community, posted her story earlier this week about how at PAX East in 2014, I believe, um, you know, he assaulted and raped her and you know leading up to that also you know it was just kind of uh, you know it's just the whole story is really harrowing to read but like you know um I i think that's and then after that there's just been so many stories from so many women covering everything from like unwanted dick pics to uncomfortably making them watch porn with him to uh, animal abuse and like yeah I did see, and what was that it's, about it's like and, a grab bag oh, of random stuff because there's uh, okay yeah. uh, I, i'm hesitant to even talk about this because it's so like gross like with the animal abuse so this is like your, the mm-hmm. content warning for animal abuse you might want to skip ahead if you don't want to hear about it but basically i think the story just came out today like the details anyway where he was staying at this girl's friend's house and like basically their cat got killed in the washing machine and he 
showed like no sympathy towards it or whatever, and he vehemently denied that he was the one who did it and tried to blame it on the kids in the household. But the kids apparently weren't even like tall enough to reach the lid of the washing machine, and that there were no clothes in the washing machine at all either. And like, and it's just this it's this grab bag of behavior from like rape, animal abuse, like dick pics, um, and Stealing like. Money. And then randomly, Holy fuck, he apparently I about the money pot. Holy shit! And then, what and then it's say? just like, yeah, he apparently has a habit of borrowing money from people, like at Ubisoft Montreal, oh, especially, and then okay. just not paying them no. back. Yeah, he doesn't pay. And them it's back not like so, random. and it's not like a massive, like pyramid scheme or like fraud or anything. It's just like, it's just like this one guy has your character. Yeah, it's just like this one this one person just has this this story. It's like, oh yeah, he just you know borrowed fifty Canadian dollars at one point and he never paid me back, and I was a little upset about it. And then all these other stories come out about like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. And it's just like, why is he just like so he gets odd, paid his salary? Why is he like do, doing this like small scale like theft? But I think it's what you're saying, where it's it's almost like you know how. Um, you know, some a lot of times it's like shoplifting isn't about getting the item. It's not that you can't afford it. Some in some cases, anyway. Um, I think it's kind of similar here. Where it's, just, it's just his personality, and he's not doing it because he needs the money. I, I would be really surprised if he needs the money, but maybe he, I, I can't speak to that. But like, it just it seems more likely that it's just his personality, and that's just how he interacts with the world. And I'm, I mean, so like sexual really sexual assault, animal abuse. I'm just saying, like, that's some fucking, like, serial killer level behavior. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, that's some, like, real fucking, you know. Yeah, especially the animal abuse, if that. Especially. If that's true. That is definitely much more concerning as that's, like. Yeah. I I don't know. I I I have no words for it. Imagine people leave i don't know deeper into his personal life like is there is there even stranger shit is there worse is there worse shit like yeah. that makes my brain is fucking as soon as the animal abuse came out i'm like okay my brain's fucking going all <laughs> over the place of the possibilities of like what this could mean just behaviorally um and mm. and what isn't out that that could be there and you know i i i don't know about you james like i feel weird talking about this because I don't want to say too much about Andy because I don't like Andy before. I, in fact, I re- strongly disliked him. I thought he was a cunt. Um, every and he was someone like I started my channel. Really, he was the main person I watched. Him and and you, Luma, and Squidish yep. and Shemney Thirty Six. Yeah. That's yeah. And James and I both started our channels from watching you guys. That's what we you know how we started. And then in my, any of the inter- first interactions I had with him, he was a fucking you know nose up. I'm better than you, fucking asshole. And, you know, obviously we've had our share of, of disagreements with, you know, James being a fucking idiot back in the yeah, day. Yeah, look, like I said this on Twitter, right, with regards to this, like, um, obviously some of the disputes, you know, and interactions I've had with Andy are well warranted. Um, I, like I said on Twitter, I'd like to think that I'm a much better person now um, and I, you know, I was a piece of shit and... Uh, it's a fucking weird phase that I don't want to talk about but we but there was other things and my, my main issues didn't come from his interactions with me I'm, I'm never going to go on Twitter and claim like oh well, now all this has come out 
Like, now I get why it was like that with me. No, I, I always got... I get it, why it was like that with me. But my main issue was with uh, particular other things. There were, there were certain things. I remember, I think it was... Was it 2017, 2016? I, there was a video that came out uh, talking about uh, um, Andy and his uh, handling of his role uh, while he was sort of working at Ubisoft and how he interacted with the community. Like, if people would ask him questions about the brand that he was working on, uh, whether it be Assassin's Creed or whatever, he... Um, the way he responded and the way he would interact didn't really come across as um, f friendly and welcoming as you know you would expect um, from, from someone in the position that he was in. And obviously, this is very minor compared to other stuff, but um, I just think there's that uh, there's just that other, I guess, uh, that other part of it where. I guess he he used his role at Ubisoft as well, and like you know what he could, the where he worked in order to do particular things that we've seen. But also, I think there's that um, mentality that he had of being above everybody else, like Tyler said, and that's just something that I noticed over the time that I would see him reply to particular people. Like <laughs> if someone asked him a question, I remember one particular. It's not exclusive that, to us. It wasn't um, exclusive to just us. Cause no, we yeah. Like <laughs> It was just one particular instance that I remember, and obviously this is minor, but it was just uh, someone asked him. It was when the Ezio collection was uh, uh, being announced or whatever, and someone asked him if it was coming to PC. Um, and his response wasn't the normal response you'd expect, where like uh, it's just coming to Xbox and PlayStation, not coming to PC. Blah blah. blah with the information, he just his response was just watch the trailer or something like that. Um, and it was just it just sort of rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm like, that's a weird way to interact. Um, and I mean, I guess like we were saying with just sort of the person that he is, I guess, I don't know, I guess that's just who he is. I don't know. Yeah, it's... well, it's also like, that's why I'm hesitant. You know, I'd rather Brett and Luma sort of talk about this and hear what they <laughs> say because I didn't like mm. him already. I wanted to slap the fucking yeah, dude in the face. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I and, you know, but I, I'm maybe a bit different than you, James. I was a bit, I'm an emotional guy. Like, the what he, I knew he would say to our mutual friends uh, about us. Now, Brett never told me things he said to him, but Brett, you, we have a mutual friend. Um, I'm not going to name his name, but it's probably pretty obvious to some people that have watched you long enough that he had told me what he'd said. Um, about us to people and, and things he'd been saying mm -hmm. and you know um, like James said some of it he had right right reasons to have a problem with this and some of it was bullshit that he was saying and that rubbed me the wrong way because I mean I always said James I'll go down with the ship I didn't you know but I didn't say I never said shit to Andy that you know w was um, disrespectful to him at all um, but the way he talked about James I don't care about me but the way he talked about James and our community the people that watched us were also then thrown in there that that rubbed me the wrong way and that's like you know i'm gonna slap the fuck out of you if i saw you for the way he was talking that's that rubbed me the wrong fucking way so yeah. i don't yeah, want to already felt I, that way so it's i don't you know, want yeah i don't no. want to dive into it because i, I mean, have my I can... own personal issues with him i'd rather you guys take this is what i'm saying yeah i can definitely speak to some of that um well for me and andy we both met at it was actually PAX East, but I think it was 2015. Um, I initially knew of Gabe because, you know, Gabe was like the face of the Assassin's Creed community. And at the time, I just uh, rebranded my channel and started doing Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, and Esco and I had this connection because a big reason he got hired at Ubisoft was because he had a YouTube channel and made videos on Assassin's Creed. And that was always one of my goals. You know, I wanted to 
pursue a job in this industry and have my YouTube channel kind of help out with that. So um, yeah, no, Esco and I got along like pretty well. And um, a few months after we even met, he invited me invited me to a preview event for Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And that was like the first time I was introduced to people at Ubisoft. And I was, I was probably like 18 or 19 at the time. And that event kind of changed my whole like YouTube channel. I started working like, you know, with the PR team, got review copies. So, you know, he did a lot for me and sent me job applications. And I, I did consider him a friend um, for a long time. And then I just started to realize, you know, because one thing I've always wanted to do is become a community manager. And he just started acting really strange. And I mean, like like we said, I, I tweeted this out too, but at one point in person, he told me that I should not be friends with James. And he didn't give me a reason why. He literally just said, I should not interact with him anymore or your community. Um, and that was that was sort of the first wake up call for me, but it didn't stop there. Um, he, he would block people in the community if they criticized the game or even him or just sometimes nothing. He was just known <laughs> to do that. I don't, I don't know why, because uh, it's kind of weird that you'd be a community manager and not take criticism. But I guess it's his Twitter account, and I don't know. Um, but then, you know, I was looking through our DMs from yesterday, and here I'll actually post it uh, in the chat so you guys can see it. Um, James, if you do put this in the video, you might want to block out some names, though. Okay. Um, but to give you guys context... He basically said, like, hey, could you just give me, like, you know, names of three AC YouTubers in the community, you know, with good content, regular uploads, decent views. So I gave him three different channels. Um, and then he was like, thanks. I'll check out someone, blah, 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 blah. And then <laughs> it was it was just weird. I was like, or he just randomly messaged me a week later. And it just, with everything that comes out, that's been coming out now, it just again makes you think of these interactions but a week later he messaged me same question again but this time do you know any female prominent ac youtubers or in general female ubisoft content creators and i wouldn't think this was strange but looking back at it again he is a community manager his job well part of his job should be to know the community surely he could like find uh, female content creators by himself. Like, why is he reaching out to me about this just randomly? <laughs> I I really don't understand. Yeah. And again, looking back, it's just such a weird interaction. I, yeah. I really don't know. It's just, it's things like that that make me question it. Yeah. And, Can well, I butt in for five yeah, seconds, no, no. really quick? Go that ahead, um, it's very actually in line with um, what my experience with him too, in the sense that it felt like he was always outsourcing his work. No, like, I, I agree. Like he and, would, yeah, just ask like questions and, about community yeah. stuff. Go and ahead. that he, um, and a lot of times like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me to, I'd have to think about it more to really put into words, but there is a sense to me that a lot of times he was taking credit for work that other people had done. Um, mm -hmm. Whether that was through... Uh, stuff like this or well I don't know it's I, I don't want to say like oh community managers can't um, you know ask you know solicit ideas uh, mm -hmm. solicit people from the community and and for for ideas on who to contact and everything but it, it 
it definitely was a pattern as we collaborated on our videos too as well yeah i mean so, that, yeah i was just gonna add um just to end this off basically but that's um that was sort of i want to say what was this 2016 when that dm happened we probably stopped like actually talking 2017 area i mean occasionally we would see each other at events and have small talk but um that's basically where that whole friendship ended but again he, did, mean, he did he is the reason i'm kind of in the industry in some capacity so when this whole everything just came out it it shocked me it's um mm -hmm. for you luma you know you as like a content creator you two came up together like you have a very unique perspective i feel yeah. like you know you two came up in this community together and um in some ways far fathered it and you know you stuck around as a content creator and um he you know disappeared went off and then went and worked for ubisoft what what was your relationship like and and did you see any of this before it's all come out like what did you know um if anything so about his behavior so i was at the pax that kate mentions in her story actually if you managed to read esco's rebuttal um, that he posted uh, before it got taken down You're on Medium. Mentioned. I'm I'm in the text messages, like not not me talking, but they reference well, they like, oh, I name. I just yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, we just hang out hung mm -hmm. out with Loomer and like these other people and like stuff, which is a little You're, surreal to see. You're um, also in the yeah. screenshot I yeah. just put to you, like you're. You're oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I just noticed that too. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, uh, and basically, and we were all friends and we were there and we met up and we hung out and, um, like when I say we, I mean me, Kate and Andy and other mutuals. Um, it was really exciting, uh, for a lot of us to, to go to that PAX. And I had noticed before there was something that really stuck out to me about that, which was before that PAX, Kate and Andy were very friendly on Twitter to the point where it was borderline flirtatious. Um, but like pretty close, uh, I mean, and by pretty close, sorry, I mean, very close. <laughs> and then after yeah. PAX, like radio silence and like, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like something happened. And then I don't remember exactly when Kate would sometimes allude to being assaulted at a convention, but at, I think it was at least a couple years later, but Kate started, uh, I noticed in some of her tweets, she referenced like, oh, at my first convention, like I was either raped, sometimes it was like raped or attempted rape or um, or just alluding to something bad happening or a general assault there. And I was just like, oh shit, this makes too much sense. Because mm -hmm. I, like there was just such a clear schism between them at PAX. So that, did you did you suspect that it was him for a while? Yes, for years. But wow, um, I, I would I would probably say for the last three or four years. Uh, well, probably. Well, let's see. What is this? Twenty twenty, right? So maybe I would say at least the last four years. Um, I would say. Okay. But I never said anything because I had absolutely nothing except a hunch, and I didn't I didn't feel comfortable confirming with like asking Kate about it because it's such mm -hmm. a personal incident. I mean, it's like 
probably the most personal thing I could ask her is if I had just popped up in her DMs one day, like, hey, can I talk to you about your rape? Like, mm, holy shit. Yeah, like, bit, yeah. And so I struggled yeah. with that. And I, and so I kind of just settled. And, you know, the honest truth is, if it, I kind of didn't want it to be true as well. And I was a little scared. And I think that, mm. I don't think that played as much of a factor in me not asking Kate as, uh, as just worrying about overall privacy and being considerate towards her and everything. But I can't deny that that was a very small part of my thinking as well. Um, is I didn't want it mm-hmm. to be true and that it would be inconvenient for me, which is like super fucking selfish, but like it would be inconvenient like natural, for me to be true. It's a natural selfish thought I think anyone would feel. Yeah, and so the only person I ever told was I told my girlfriend, Candace, the one that Ash hit on um, sometime in 2017 when I was explaining. So I, I let the our collaborations and our interactions naturally die off, which is very easy to do with Andy, actually. Um, I think you'll see another pattern with him in in that um, he kind of goes for he can go very cold on you and make you feel like you need to reach out to him in order to maintain the friendship. Um, and so it was very easy for me to just let that die off. And um, I stopped having him on as a co-host in the Assassin's Den kind of just I, I, I forget how I even said that. But I was just basically like, oh, I might just do this one by myself. And then we, it just kind of naturally like he didn't fight it. And we just kind of naturally grew apart and we might see each other at events here and there and we'd be like oh hey like you know and small talks but I did not consider him a friend at that point anymore and um and it was always on my mind and yeah it was the only time I ever told anyone was my girlfriend probably in 2017 um basically in explaining why this person she had just met that I had collaborated with in the past uh I don't really talk to or collaborate with anymore and it felt extremely weird even saying it out loud and I was, and this was the other reason I never brought, I never came forward with any of like my suspicions or anything is the aspect that he is Nigerian. And I didn't want to be, I was worried that I was unintentionally racially profiling him because what if, what if it's somebody totally different? Like, you know, I think it's Andy, but I don't know Kate's personal life. She could have met up with any number of friends that could have done this to her at PAX for all I know, right? Um, and what if I'm just like unconsciously like racially profiling Andy because he's black? Like that's terrifying to me. And so like I'd question that about myself. Um, but I was I was pretty certain. And there was also other evidence. Like it wasn't just yeah. the fact that, oh, they were, you know, they're together. You know, there was, was so bizarre. much, so many layers of emotions and relationships and conversations. Yeah, but... Basically, when the story came out on Twitter, I saw it, and it was not shock. It was, oh, there it is. Um, was it like a finally, like almost, like to you, like no. now I know the truth? Oh, well, I don't know, because it, I had kind of accepted it as the truth in my head for a while, I think. And so when I right. first saw it... You already I, accepted it. I, I, w- I was thinking more about Kate. I was of, like, well, of course because I I know she had struggled you know she she had talked on Twitter before about how she wanted to tell her story but it was it was really it was just so difficult for her like for years she every once in a while you might see a, t- a tweet from her for that and I consider Kate like a very dear friend of mine like I and and so like uh and so when I saw it it was just like kind of relief for for me to um 
not because, oh, now I know I was right, or now I can stop wondering because, or anything like that. It was relief that, oh my God, Kate had the courage to tell her story. And now, like it's, and now I need to focus on like supporting her and mm -hmm. making sure that now that I know that Andy is, is her abuser, making sure I can do what I can to set an example in the community, be like, hey, I used to collaborate with this guy, but fuck this. Like, mm -hmm. there is no wavering, you know, show no hesitation or be like, oh, I can't believe that I'm seeing this. And like, I want to, I don't want to believe it's true or anything like that, but like, mm -hmm. make sure that the, it's just like a, from, from the minute it comes out, be like, hey, we used to work together. This is really fucked up. I do not condone it. And I, Kate has my full belief and support. And like, that's mm -hmm. what I was more focused on. I think I had, I think I'd already accepted that that was the truth for a while, like in my own personal, uh, in my own mind. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, man. That's. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's really tough. Boy, but okay. So I wasn't shocked at that, but I have absolutely been shocked at the sheer scope. Of, and of, of what Christ. he's done it is absolutely astounding like that's what shocked me and i think the biggest thing that i've taken away from all the, this week's events for me personally is to keep in mind more that these are generally abusers are generally not one-time abusers yeah um and mm -hmm. that and i'm still struggling with this too i'm still struggling on if there was a way for me to approach Kate earlier and maybe we could have stopped some, and maybe if that had triggered her, like coming, you know, if, if I had been like, Hey, I have a suspicion about something. Can I ask you about it? And that had eventually led to her confiding in me. And then maybe like, you know, this whole scenario plays out in my head and it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, and then like, I'm able to give her support and then she's able to like talk about this sooner. And then maybe some of this stuff doesn't happen. But at the same time, you know, there's just so many factors that you just don't know about. And for one, I don't even know if she had come out with her story before this week, if it would have been believed and listened to. Because this week feels quite different from other times when people have come forward about abuse in the gaming industry. It feels much more serious, um, like it's taken a lot more seriously. And I've seen some of the people who have come forward comment on, on it too, that just the amount of support they've gotten in their, in their timelines and in their messages is significantly different from before in a good way. And yeah, so yeah. I'm glad. I'm mm -hmm. glad. I'm glad that like yeah. there has been that support because I imagine like yeah. it's terrifying to to. It must be yeah. It's incredibly hard. It's to, really. To put that out. It's so hard to overstate how terrifying it is to come out about this because and and. I don't. I don't know. It drives me crazy when I see people who are like, "Oh, these are just." What have I seen? Like clout chasers. Um, Ugh. hashtag me me or me too or what is it called it's like a play on the me too movement but it's like me me too like it's all about me is what oh, it's supposed really? to be or whatever I seen that. that's no, I'm and i'm just that. like holy of shit. course that exists like, of course that exists yeah. and it's but this just is like this fucking incels yeah. all all fucking <laughs> over like you can't take these fucking yeah. incels seriously they're not functional members of society they're just yeah. fucking losers and that's oh, look at me i think logically i'm so big-brained i need proof if there's no proof, it's yeah. not true. Yeah, like, if I, don't, if I don't have video evidence, bore. yeah, like, fucking it's just bullshit. fucking, imagine people saying that. And, and the amount of, like, 
you know, I imagine you got the same, Luma and Brett and James. Like, people were tweeting at me because I was supporting it, calling me, like, you know, you're oh, you fucking blue-pilled or, like, you know, like... You know, libtard. Libtard. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm pretty, like, that's nothing... First of all, nothing to do with it. My political affiliation has nothing to do with not liking fucking abuse, like, and, and being against someone being assaulted and saying, fuck this guy or believing someone like that has nothing to do with it and these people like it it more worried me of some of the people and they they were talking about like how they what they think of women in general because it really had nothing to do with that particular victim it was their opinion on all women and they're blanketing women and how they talk to women and that worries me um because it's I mean, honestly, partly it worries me about a lot of this situation. And I'm like, and I think about what, what can I do in my position and what can James do? What can we do with our platform? Uh, and, you know, like we have a, a predominantly video game fan loving male audience. It's just, it is, it is what it is. Uh, and my God for a while especially since we've been doing Patreon and our Clubhouse podcast or other show, that's a lot more of a life advice, personal stuff. And a lot of it is, you know, people asking us, how do I, like, high schools, how do I talk to a girl? I, I'm socially awkward. How the hell do I talk to a girl? How do you approach it? Uh, and we've had times, and I'm obviously definitely not going to name names, we've had times that we pulled, once we pulled the story from um, the show that... I read and I was so deeply concerned for the female that was brought up in the story. And this guy had no idea Mm, that what he had told us was very deeply concerning. His behavior was so concerning. And Mm. and I had my best friend who's a lawyer, family lawyer deals with domestic violence every day, write up uh, an email for me to send this guy privately. Like, you know, what we want to do with our platform is like teach these young men that are probably, you know, it's a stiffening stereotype because I'm not introverted at all. I'm very extroverted. I'm a loud, obnoxious guy. I am very out there, but to lots of the, you know, people in this gaming communities and, are very introverted and maybe a little socially awkward to, to a, a greater spectrum as well. Try to influence them and help them have those sort of normal human interactions. That's, you know, meeting women on an even playing field, having like consensual relationships, conversations, um, being respectful and like having some, you know, integrity for yourself. And it, and it begins to me, it begins first and foremost with respecting yourself. And having that respect for yourself to then be able to respect others with. And that's all I feel like I can do. I can't, I, I don't know how else I can help in my part or for James's part other than try to help these guys because seeing some of the reactions to this is so concerning with how these young men are reacting mm. and their views on women. Like, I don't know what you guys think, but what else could, do you think we can do? Um, I'll jump in really quick and say that so many of these people who have been named as abusers at Ubisoft, like from um, Andy to Ash to Stone, 
Um, in a lot of ways, they're kind of very, in my opinion, very stunted in their growth. Um, and they're, and with a lot of the uh, Maxime and like all these other people, a lot of times it feels like they're just giant babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that never, I don't mean like, oh, they're crying all the time. I mean like in that they don't like they reached they adulthood experience yeah almost. they miss like development in, in a almost. certain they, way they miss development in a certain yeah. way or they need or like in cases like like ash like ash for example clearly has some very deep rooted issues that could be caused by any number of things but the cause is kind of irrelevant because once you're an adult um you are responsible for working on your issues so that they don't hurt other people that is your responsibility and that would be the one thing that i would really drill into anybody especially if there's any but uh, like i said earlier anybody can be a abuser anybody can be a victim but predominantly the vast majority of it is um you know adult men preying on women usually younger women and for any any but any men who are listening to this where that they might think that that might apply to them where it's like, oh, maybe I have some issues I'm not working on. Or if you're like a teenager and you're growing up, just please try to be self-aware. Educate yourself on what correct behavior is and correct correct way of thinking about other people is. And if you need professional help, the it is your responsibility and nobody else's to get that help. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, for sure. It's... Um... It's I, 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 I've lost I've lost train of thought. But it, in all of this, like, there's there's definitely I, I don't know that there's yeah there's there's something missing to to these guys. There's something, yeah. something definitely that's gone wrong in the past that's caused these behavioral patterns that's caused this these personality um, blank spots. I guess it's like they it's like they just missed that day of life school. You know what I mean? Like and they're an adult now. It's like how did you miss that? How did you how did miss yeah. how to treat people and and that totally affected every other aspect of your life and oh. how you behave and treat others. It's, it's Yeah. So, uh like in Andy's case, um he has talked op- so I don't I don't mind saying this because he's talked about it on his public Twitter feed. In fact, I think on the on Father's Day he tweeted something about this as well, but he suffered a lot of abuse from his stepmom. Um, and I could easily see that affecting his behavior and how he views, um, how he views what it's like to, what is appropriate to interact with other people. Um, but I just want to clear the, make it crystal clear for anybody who's struggling with this, like, oh, you know, you might naturally kind of feel like a little sympathetic to be like, oh, well... I can kind of understand that more. Like if you're abused and that's violence is how love is expressed, like, or, you know, that in your adulthood, that that could um, be perpetuated. And it, I just want to reiterate that Andy is not responsible for what happened to him growing up with the abuse from his stepmom, but he is 100% responsible as an adult for taking those experiences and making sure that he does not hurt other people with them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just want to make that crystal clear. 
and I, I don't know. I, he, I mean, he's the only one who's referenced anything like that, so it's hard to speculate for anybody else, but I would be, I, I mean, that has to have had a big effect on his behavior, I think. And it actually kind of worried me. I remember a while ago, he had made a reference um, on, I, I think it was on Twitter, and this would have been a while ago, like at least five or six years ago, I think, or something, where it was about like beating your kids or something, and he and he says something along the lines of like, oh yeah, like my mom smacked me around and it was fine or whatever and everything. And I was just like mortified. And I'm like, mm. and this was before the, the PAX incident or before I had suspicions about it. Yeah. And I remember being very concerned about that because I was just like, and, and I, I never talked to him about it, but in my brain, I was just like, Andy, that is not fine at all. And I, and mm-hmm. that to me speaks that I, to what I was saying before and that I think, a lot of these abusers are people who didn't realize or maybe they did realize they had issues, but they don't work on their shit. Mm. And that is their mm. responsibility to do that. And now they're facing the consequences. Well, I think the, I'm not a fucking doctor or anything, but I got a bit of life experience and from all the different stories of Andy from yours um, to Brett's, to everything that I have read, this guy is a narcissist ex- uh, of extreme proportions. His behavior already had me think that about him, but of literally sickening proportions. He has definitely empathy issues and sociopathic tendencies. And the fact that he vehemently denies all this happening was the least shocking thing of the week to me. You know, like, mm-hmm. him coming out and completely denying it is absolutely the least surprising thing that happened this week to me. Like, because I was like, of course he did, because he think, he he probably thinks he's done nothing wrong. He probably uh, believes he's done nothing. And his, and his response, the thing that's actually crazy is he replied within, like, an hour of uh, Kate's original tweet or something like that with an, an entire essay with like text from years ago that some like he ported over from a pdf website i don't know it's it's gone now unfortunately but he had this entire essay written out and then emailed like a hotel asking about security footage yeah he knew he knew this was coming he knew this was coming yeah 100 and the funniest part about that is his tweet in saying sorry this took so long i wanted yeah, to make I sure i grabbed all the thing and everybody <laughs> sorry, this was took like so long. Sorry, this together took 60 minutes hour? guys literally impossible <laughs> no That's it's crazy yeah he doesn't he he isn't taking responsibility at all that response was no. honestly i mean just pathetic and i he he yeah. clearly had that written out already he knew this was coming and i mean i hope the thing I hope Ubisoft, I mean, they haven't realized this yet, but they need to take action. I'm so they tweeted out. I, I don't have the press release up right now, but um, they basically just said, we're looking into this. We're getting a third party to investigate, which is good because apparently Ubisoft's HR just doesn't care about any allegations and they just brush mm-hmm. it off. So that part's mm-hmm. good. But um, it's just I don't even know. I mean, just. Jason Schreier tweeted out like, oh, these people are suspended. Why am I finding that out from Jason Schreier? I thought Ubisoft were going to be more transparent about this. And Jason Schreier is the one 
giving us more information, not Ubisoft, and they really need to fix that. And also, why is that? Why are the suspensions happening so late? Yeah, is my exactly. thing too. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. they, I. Sorry, I don't want to get us off topic. There's a lot I could say about Ubisoft's handling of everything and their response, but that's just no. One I think it needs to be where, said. Yeah. I think it needs to be said here. I think, if anything, to kind of end what this discussion with you guys is talk about Ubisoft's handling of this and their response because mm-hmm. it's been nothing. Like it's it's what it feels like. Yeah, like, nothing, and then a lot of empty words that we've not seen a lot of action the, the words that they could have put out the day the day this came out these are not yeah if they'd have like if they'd have said what they said um with their most recent post about this the day that everything happened then i think it would have been a lot more reasonable but the fact they took so long to say pretty much nothing um is concerning and obviously everyone's been saying that this is such a common theme in ubisoft and that they've known about this for so long and they've basically done nothing. These things have been reported numerous times. Um, it's, it is it is concerning. Um, and I would like for them to continue. Like uh, They should be more transparent and they should continue to update everybody. And all the people that have been accused of these things should immediately have been suspended. Um, and this needs to be investigated properly. And I, I just I want to see something. I don't want this to be brushed under the rug. In case any of the listeners aren't familiar with kind of like the absolute failure of Ubisoft's internal HR process for this, um, Andy had multiple internal reports filed against him over the years um, that led to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Stone Chin, the I, I believe his title now is kind of like associate director of PR. He works in PR. It used to be just Assassin's Creed, and now he's been promoted a few times. Stone had a police report filed against him eight years ago right like and nothing happened and the incident where maxime bellan the creative director of splinter the last two splinter cell games choked a female employee at a ubisoft party like this is multiple witnesses and everything um his wife was interim hr director of ubisoft toronto at the time and nothing happened except from what i understand the next day the victim was forced to go on like a walk with him where he could kind of apologize like it's absolutely staggering Uh, the the complete failure that's come out of the process and if you look at that tweet about jason that jason schreier um when he was talking about the suspensions or sorry not the suspensions it was a different tweet of his where he talked about the internal memo that um the company had posted to its employees he follows it up with a tweet that says, by the way there's hundreds of comments on here from you on that message on the internal messaging system from Ubisoft employees that all say you're not doing enough. These incidents were reported years ago and known about and nothing happened and generally expressing skepticism. So they have Ubisoft has a humongous culture problem that they are working their way through right now. And it's, I hope they get it right. I'm not super confident though. No. Yeah, it's like someone said that it's almost like Ubisoft have put so much effort into maintaining this public image of inclusivity and um, and uh, equality and you know all of these things, um, but but all of their efforts gone into maintaining that false image rather than looking inward and actually trying to fix 
actual problems um and i i do hope that moving forward they can and i mean like i said this before is a lot of people have been saying oh well you know why isn't this going to the police why is this on twitter why isn't this going to you know within the company why is this on twitter and obviously that is the reason because these things often don't get dealt with and by putting it on twitter the people are then publicly held accountable and the companies then you know for the most part will have to do something because of pressure from the public and i hope that this does allow for that to happen and um hopefully because of this you know some of these root problems and and what's going on within ubisoft internally can be can be figured out um but i mean yeah like you said based on i mean what ubisoft have been doing in their actions i'm i'm not hugely confident in them yeah well actions will speak louder than words and i'm i'm hoping that mm-hmm. they prove me wrong of course yeah definitely well yeah well <sighs> fuck i feel sick man fucking jesus fucking christ mm. like yeah i just you know like i believe it now but like i I just can't like seven days ago like i wouldn't expect to be sitting here having this conversation you know like i just didn't yeah it's wild uh is there anything else brett you you wanted to say on the ash stuff or andy or ubisoft or anything um I just want to say, um, again, I mean, it takes a lot of courage to speak up and there's so many women that have come forward and there's still, I mean, you know, there's so many more stories out there and I just, I can't even imagine what they've been going through. Like we feel sick talking about this. Some of them have been going through this for honestly years and Mm. yeah, just like you guys said, I... I hope Ubisoft does something and so far they haven't and I I hope that changes. I've seen some Ubisoft employees speaking up on Twitter as well and that's always encouraging to see. So I I hope Ubisoft just listen because there is a big problem within the company. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that for anybody listening um be sure to read up on what's been happening um listen to these people that are speaking out and show your support as best you can because like luma said you know when you have the the first person to come out this is going to be the most difficult thing in the world um because they're going to be shut down by so many people they're going to not be believed um and the best thing everybody can do is to support these people and take these claims seriously and that way more people will be able to come out and speak about this and prevent this from happening again in the future. So the the best thing everybody can do is just support these people, um, educate yourselves on what's been going on, um, and try to try uh, try to be the best people you can um, for everybody else, for these victims as well, um, and uh, try not to be uh, dismissive of it. I think. Because yeah. it's very easy to be for a lot of these people uh, that are, that I've seen in, on Twitter and in comments. It's very easy to, you know, a lot of people will dismiss it uh, because they they look up to someone like Ash or whatever. Um, they they'll want to dismiss it, or people will uh, focus more heavily on how this will affect the video game uh, that they that they love um, and try not to be dismissive and try and have perspective on uh, the situation because it is it's very serious um, and. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what I want to say about it. I think. Uh, Looms, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Um, 
I think I've covered most of what I want to say. I think I would just probably reiterate to, especially any young men listening, to please remember it is your responsibility to educate yourself on what appropriate behavior is and to work on any issues that you might have. And, you know, educate yourself about consent culture and just, you know, if you've experienced abuse or anything that's shaped who you are in life in a way that you suspect might not be healthy, um, you need to make sure you're seeking out help for that. And there are many resources and I'm sure a lot of us would be happy to talk to, like, I'd be happy to talk to anybody who's like, hey, is this okay? Or like, what do you think of this? Do you think, uh, if you want my opinion on anything, I'm happy to give it, but it just really make sure you work on your shit and so that you don't hurt people in life. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Sure. Yeah, like, my Twitter DMs are open. I've already been getting messages from people. <laughs> like, how do I talk to this girl I like? And I'm like, I yeah. need to be a bit more specific than that. But yeah, I could absolutely, help you. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. um, talk you through that. Um, because, you know, for, for some people, because I always thought, you know, as a young guy when the, in the consent culture, you know, started growing, I was always like, this is silly because at first to me, I'm like, who, who needs this? And then the more, you know, you, you grow up and you meet people and you're like, ah, we need this because some people have no fucking idea. Like to me, yeah. my, parents my parents raised me like to, with the utmost respect to be like a fucking gentleman. So I, I was taught it. So when I have people come, you know, they're like, do you know consent culture? I'm like, I, fuck it, I, I'm pretty, yeah. I'd like, I, I don't think I really need to be educated about it. I already was raised that way. But some people have no fucking idea how to, how, how to behave. They just don't know. And they mm. need they need guidance and they need um, that understanding of like yeah yeah, yeah, of, yeah respect of respect for yeah. others. And I th- I think mm-hmm. as I've grown as I've grown older, so I'm probably the oldest one here. I think <laughs> like I'm I look young, but I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Um, and my understanding of this holy has, shit, you look great for 35. It, thank you, thank fuck. you, I appreciate it. Yeah, someone says I moisturized the other day. We were trying to figure out like the time frames of when things happen and I'm how old you sure would have been. And someone Luma's goes, an elf. I'm almost certain." So, <laughs> someone goes, "Someone goes, oh, Luma's yeah. 35." I'm like, "No, he's fucking not. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way." Um, yeah, I'll launch my own moisturizer line soon. Um, but like, <laughs> oh, please. Um, but you know, my perspective on all this has greatly been helped. It's as I've grown up and met more people and just knowing it's it's amazing how common sexual assault and abuse is mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. so as you meet more women in your life or men you know as well who have gone through this <clears throat> you'll you'll probably learn sooner or later what the correct behavior is but you want to make sure you know it sooner um yeah and so if like because i sometimes like you know when it comes to like tricky situations around rape and consent where the person didn't explicitly say no people will be like oh why didn't you just say no if you didn't want to have sex with them and it's like just try to educate yourself on things like that where the absence of no is does not mean consent before you run into a situation that involves you or someone that you love um 
so that uh, I don't know. I don't really know how to just. <laughs> it's, it's complicated. It's hard to explain, right? Like it's really specific examples. No. Yeah, exactly. That's I think it might be why I'm kind of struggling right now. But basically, just yeah, I just want to generally encourage anybody listening that if they're not very familiar with what sexual abuse and assault looks like and what the correct culture around that is to please educate yourself and that there's like pretty much no downside at all to doing so. Um, and it's really important and not something that's generally taught, hasn't been taught well in the past. I think they're getting better about it now um, mm -hmm. in like colleges and stuff, but, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, in the in the next segment, I'm sure we'll we'll have some continued discussion about this and um, with uh, Ethan and George and as well. Hopefully, bring you guys some a bit more joy with some lighter topics. Maybe talk about some video games, some things that we that bring us together. We love because I know this is a heavy topic, but it's important um, and, and have like had to be talked about. So, um, Brett. Luma, like appreciate you guys for coming on a lot like it, it means a lot and um, to hear your perspectives is super super beneficial for for us and i'm sure the people watching and listening thank you for yeah thanks so much on. for yeah thank you so much yeah. all right um thank you so. thank, thank you again for guys for joining us um and uh next up we have uh the four pillars obviously myself and james and ethan and george joining us so We'll get right into that now. And here we are with our second set of guests. Like we said, the four pillars, George and Ethan. How's it going, gamers? Hello there. How's good. it going? Going pretty good, yeah. Nice. It is a standard cool. day. The other co-hosts. The other co-hosts. Bloody hell. That's they're, true. They've, yeah. um, they're, they've been on... The last four episodes, they've been on more than you have, James. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> One day, it'll just it's, be us. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all right. It, I don't like podcasts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people knew who I was. I think people in the comments were like, who the hell is this guy? I want lasers. People said so that about offended. me, and I'm response... like, I've been on this channel for six years. Yeah. The response yeah, to me was great. I don't know what's going on, but people loved me. <laughs> people Nothing. did love Ethan, that's true. But I mean, how can you was, not love there Ethan? There was one person who was like, classic Ethan living in a broom closet, and yes, I guess I do. <laughs> but also... But also uh, people enjoyed it i think i think i did okay so it's fine yeah. i thought both yeah, I, well. personally i loved both shows i thought both were great yeah. i was super 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 happy with them you know yeah. for when my co-host of six years and 300 episodes is missing um, you know it worries you a bit but uh, like i'm very lucky to have you too um and i i had a great time both those shows so it was awesome and then here we are again Brilliant. four pillars back together Nice. Wish it was under better circumstances. Let's yeah, just maybe be not fucking nice, honest with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice to talk to you, boys. It's but nice we're to talk, talk about not so nice. Uh, of course, it's yeah. nice to talk to my friends, my very good friends here. Obviously, but obviously, what we're going to talk about is going to be serious. And and yeah. uh, people that have been watching or listening to the whole show so far, obviously, we've already delved in to a lot of stuff with Luma and Brett. Um. And, and I guess we're going to continue that here because originally it was just going to be the four pillars. Like I said to you boys, I'm like, I think we need to do a four pillars podcast. We need to yeah. address our community and talk about <coughs> this. And I mean, it went a bit beyond that. And um, we realized that uh, other things need to be discussed as well and, and some other perspectives. So, you know, that's why this show has become what it's become today. Um, but 
it's 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 hard to know what to say, and yeah. and it was hard looking back at you know earlier recording the segment with Brett and Luma, you know looking back at things that James and I said. I'm I'm like I don't half the time I don't know what I was saying. Like I'm just I'm trying to say something. I'm trying to put something into some sort of perspective, but it's so hard. It's so hard to mm-hmm. say. Like uh, I don't know to for you, Ethan and George, like. Over this last week, how are you guys feeling and where are you guys at with oh. what's happened? Well, do you want me to go first? Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. When, I, when, when you said just then it's hard to know what to say, it kind of, it's kind of reminded me of the several times where things have come up where I've, quote, I've quoted them because I wanted to share these things, the, you know, the, the fucking, you know, recounting vile events um, that from people that, you know, I thought, you know, stand-up people, um, apparently not. Um, and I think um, I think what I recall the most is having to like draft up a tweet and then going, nah, I need to say something a bit different than this, like several times, just to make sure I say the right thing and don't fuck up because it was that important. Because I didn't, I I guess I was a bit stuck, like stuck for words, which is very uncommon for me. I usually say things before I even realise what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, oh God, it's, it's beautiful. But <laughs> but this this wasn't a time for that. This was a time for um. You know, you know. I think if I was to say anything, it would have to at least be somewhat intelligent, which is very difficult when you don't even have a brain. But here we are. So I thought, you know, it was a bit, it was a bit rough. And honestly, this week has been exhausting. Just looking on Twitter has just been um, depressing at the best of times. And I think it's. Don't get me wrong. I feel like it's a hundred percent necessary considering these people were doing this, whether or not we heard about it. Um, but it, but it is a shame to it. I don't think it's necessarily a shame to hear about, but it's a shame that it happened to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's the shame. The shame isn't that we're hearing about it. If anything, hearing about this happening is not a bad thing. Um, it's just, it's just maybe a little bit of a dampener on the mood. But who cares about that when there's when it's important that people know? So yeah. I, I was, I yeah, was, definitely. you know, I was very, I was a bit rattled when um, they were throwing around <coughs> names of people that we recognise, um, not necessarily people we've had much interaction with uh barring maybe one but i don't think it's really that relevant to be fair um and when it's people that we we've interacted with and we recognize it 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 hits a bit harder as well it's like jesus fuck you know yeah these are these are people that we recognize in and in a lot of um instances people we respect and it was yeah i think it was quite saddening to hear all that really and i Mm. and i think and all it makes me think is, what is this only the tip of the iceberg? Like, mm. is there more to it than what, even what we've heard now? And mm. that's that's the part that has me worried the most as well, because a lot come forward from Ubisoft especially. Like, I mean, there's been things from elsewhere as far as I'm concerned. Like the, um, I guess people have been coming forward from all walks of whatever, but there's been a lot coming out of Ubisoft of mm. of late, and I guess that's. Yeah. Just how these things sort of move, but I do wonder if it's if you if this these the names that we know now are the last that we'll hear about with regards to this. Um, mm. But yeah, that's my piece. Just a just a bit of um, just a bit of shock, really. Mm. And yeah, like you said, hard to know what to say. And I've said nothing in the past two minutes. So <laughs> that's okay. and that's okay. And that's yeah, okay. it's fine. George, wh- where's your head at? I guess from from a personal perspective, it's really really strange seeing these developers and like people involved in games that as a kid I really enjoyed um and then hearing like the heinous stuff that they've done and like also like, all the arguments on twitter about like 
you know proof and lack of proof and and versus empathy and believing people it's just it's always such an unfortunate situation I feel so bad for the for the victims because there are lots of people that are like you know, yeah, you're clearly clearly making shit up, and it's like when there's multiple stories from multiple people from separate occasions, you sort of have to put two and two together. Especially with the similarities between them. Mm. Yeah, very it's, specific it's just, things as well, like the way that they phrase things or terminology yes. they use. It's a clear indicator yeah. that this isn't you know these aren't lies. By I said this on Twitter that you know hundreds of women haven't come together to forge a lie like mm. if you think that you're just a fucking idiot and especially yeah, it's, it's crazy. having someone like uh, a luma who discussed with us you know having suspicions already before mm-hmm. it came out you know yeah. like that to me is when you hear from people involved in around the situation when i say involved i mean you know they were actually they knew the people on a personal level yeah yeah, and they when they know more than us they know more than us about what's going on and when they have suspicions that, that tells you enough of when these stories come out you're like well yeah this, it is true mm. I guess it's, it's a lot to digest but you know still have to and, swallow the pill and, and I guess the, the, the it's a lot to come out in a week and they're so different like you have the Ash stuff which is Ash didn't break any laws no but no, what he did was scumbag shit, piece of shit yeah. stuff. That's the, and that's the reality. Um, emotional blackmail, manipulation, abuse of power. Uh, what he did was scumbag shit. Um, yeah. Wasn't illegal. Fair. Scumbag shit all the same. Mm. But then you go from that serious spectrum to the, um, as I'll describe it, unforgivably vile... Illegal yeah. shit with sexual yeah. assault and harassment from multiple people, allegedly, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, quote unquote, allegedly, but yeah, oh. um, with Go Andy and, and many other Ubisoft, um, I wouldn't say many, but several other Ubisoft um, yeah. uh, employees and affiliates, former and current um you know, someone like Alex Amancio has been mentioned. Um, what we <laughs> want to discuss, and James and I realised we didn't address in the Luma Brett segment, was someone like Cass Anvar, who was the voice yeah. actor of Altair in Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um, the stories that have come out about him are disgusting. And there's, oh, yeah, with no. underage girls, 17-year-old, I believe, a 17-year-old yeah. Um, yeah. girl, yeah, and she came forward... <laughs> Um, I don't want to get this wrong, James. Would you be able to find that for me? The the tweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can have a look. Can have no, Didn't it take place in like a hotel or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like he took well, her back been to several. a hotel. There's been several. There's been. If, if, if I'm not mistaken, there's been lots that's come forward about Casanvar. Yeah, there are. Well, not just a little, a but a lot. Yeah. And uh, that sort of, I guess, is the most z- frightening part. For a fucking Z-list celebrity, he always was a bit full of himself. Like, he always did love himself a bit too much. Um, Fair enough. But, like, that's just... I was never interested in Cass Anvar, I'll be honest. He, he was. I never no paid one, attention no, to him. Let me be real. No one was more interested in Cass Anvar than Cass Anvar. That's the vibe <laughs> I got from. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Poor old Cass Yeah, here we go. I've got the... Right, I've no. got the tweet here. Um, so, this is from... The tweet is from... Uh, the Twitter handle is... At... 
underscore no at milk underscore slut underscore um and she says uh this has been on my mind for a while now Cass Anvar pressured me into coming to his hotel room at a convention when I was 17 fed me alcohol tried to convince me to take off my clothes for a massage in brackets oh not brackets uh, like air quotes um groped me told me he would give me money for a cab if I kissed him then he stuck his tongue in my mouth he continued to text me how to give blowjobs and tried to convince me to come down to have a threesome with him he pressured me to stay quiet and told me about all the drunk women he would sleep with on set and then she goes on to do like say a bunch of others it's a very long thread i don't want to read all of it because i'll be here forever but um, i'll leave obviously i'll leave there'll be links in the description of this podcast to various um uh threads and and tweets uh, about all of these things we've spoken about but that's just you know one of the things that was one of the big ones that came out about cass amber um which is fucked but so many people have said he at conventions he would always try to you know pressure people and people have said they always even if people didn't get um physically involved with him or if he didn't um you know really come on to them they'd always get a sort of vibe from him as well um which at the time you know people wouldn't think of they just think oh maybe i'm overthinking that's a bit weird but when this stuff comes out they think oh i wasn't imagining it he actually is a fucking creep um and it's those things like we talked about with luma where you know you certain things like luma didn't think about you know ash messaging his girlfriend at the time he just thought it's a bit weird but whatever we'll brush off because he was so polite Mm -hmm. about it but then when all this stuff comes out about his manipulation and engaging with people in the industry luma obviously then thought oh obviously there was more to it um and that always happens with these sorts of things and it all just sort of piles up and so um yeah it's a bit crazy with the cassandra stuff i find it I find it very, very, you know, alarming to hear. But um, in some instances, um, not necessarily um, on the Cass- on the Cassamba one, but in some instances, there there's suggestion that Ubisoft might have been aware of some of it. And I don't know how. I don't know to what extent I I well, believe the, uh, that, but there have been complaints and things apparently. There definitely <laughs> have been complaints from from what our discussions are with Luma Plus. It, there's been reports of that as well. That yeah, that that's... employees have complained internally about this stuff and nothing had been done i mean look at the Mm. story with um the head of the creative director or game director of the the splinter cell games at toronto and his wife was at the time the hr manager and he choked a woman at an event allegedly allegedly we're gonna have to say allegedly legally legally we're gonna have to say allegedly a lot are we gonna yeah um so um yeah it's yeah. It's fucking horrifying that one. If Jesus. Ubisoft did know about it and didn't do anything though, that's like so much. Well, we darker. say we we say Ubisoft like an air quotes. Well, Ubisoft obviously all these different studios. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ubisoft yeah. like yeah. is the umbrella term. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we I mean we, like Lewis people said, there's at been Ubisoft definitely reports. Knew. There's been Def- like people. in some cases police reports, but nothing ever came of it. And this is over the course of years, um, and nothing's ever happened. And like that uh, tweet from Jason Schreier, where um they he talks about like an like a message or email that's gone out through ubisoft and on their internal servers there's lots of comments from people that work at ubisoft saying this has been reported years ago you never did anything and there's so many of those messages from people so it definitely goes deeper and it seems that ubisoft actively or not has been covering it up um whether you know Mm. people are um complicit in it or whether it's just a matter of not caring enough um, it's probably fear. a combination of both 
and all of those things yeah yeah um causing this to happen but the the amount of public pressure now means that ubisoft are going to have to do something Um, they'll they'll like no i think they released a statement the other the other day didn't they (laughs) they did Uh, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't wasn't necessarily a statement that actually said anything but it was a state uh, i guess a statement is a statement in this it means that they've they've acknowledged that some that this is going on and that's that's one thing but what it actually means when reading it if i look at it now uh, just eyeballing it it doesn't mean too much besides from launching investigations into allegations um which they they put on was it thursday i want to say was it thursday they put this something up? like that yeah yeah, yeah, well, that I think this is the kind of statement you should have been releasing. If you're going to release a statement like this, you should have started by releasing it a few days earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, we said the exact same when Luma was on. Yeah, and th- that's the kind of statement that you don't release like a few days into all this when it's all over the place. Yeah, you release like, that this day is, one. This is, this is out the gate. This is this is out the gate level shit, which makes me think that they're they're either taking their time with it or they didn't. They have no clue what to say, and they're just they're just going with what what they think is great loose PR. Um, I think they have no clue what to say, to be honest. Like yeah, the, the statement itself, it's, it says a lot of words, but it almost says nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's, like it's, I, said, I it's found very it very PR, hollow. So it's, it's yeah. quite, yeah. The, I, think, I think the entire point is they're not, they don't want to, they don't want to sit there and point, you know, their finger or anything right at this moment because they have to investigate. They have to, yeah. They have to. Um, otherwise, I mean, I hope they are. There's trouble. I really hope they are. Because they cut. This is not the. This is not the kind of thing we, that you can afford to get wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand and appreciate that, but at the same time, it doesn't necessarily feel like this update really gave much for something mm-hmm. that was released on Thursday. Well, most of these things started coming out. Was it Monday? Was it? Was it? Was it last weekend? I think the first story I, came out Sunday evening in the US. Sun, Monday morning. Sunday. Monday morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. So. So, mon- come Monday evening, this is the sort of statement that I've expected. But it's been, it's been at the time we're recording this. It's almost been seven full days, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I'm sure this. More. I'm sure this will take time. I am. Um, yeah. I like. I can't imagine. Like, imagine being these like people that have come out this week and the amount of stress this has put on them. Shout out to them. Like, probably not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted. I am yeah, so exhausted. Like yeah, my, I can't. I want it. I need to get off social media, but I can't because my phone's constantly blowing up with with updates, and I don't want to miss something. I don't want like someone to come out and a story to come out, and I'm fucking you know sitting around with my fucking you know I don't know doing nothing. I I just so fair enough. I don't know. It, 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 it's it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird feeling, um, and it's. It's sad to see the the whole like like Assassin's Creed community so in complete chaos and and like a loss. It's like people, it's like people died. You know what I mean? Like it's like Ashraf died. Your perception of you know what I mean? Does. Like the perception and image that was Ashraf Ishmael to the Assassin's Creed community is died. Mm-hmm. And yeah. There's Such a mourning a process for those people, and people feel, and I'm sure people feel the same way about Andy. Obviously, we don't, we didn't like him, but that's neither here nor there. You know what I mean? Like we Not felt really. how we felt mm. before this, and that's what we when we talked. And it about wasn't this, related. So yeah, and, and what we yeah exactly, and what we talked relevant. about before in the previous segment of the show was I didn't feel that comfortable addressing the whole Andy stuff. I'd rather Luma and Brett do it because I didn't like him before, and it's just going to sound like you know we're kicking a guy we didn't like while he's down sort of thing yeah yeah which is don't don't want to be the don't we don't want to be the ones to necessarily do that 
um, because that's that would be making the problem that would be bringing the focus on us a little bit. I don't really yeah. want to do that with this. Yeah, I don't yeah, want the to, focus is meant I, to be. I don't. On. I don't want um, this to turn into. Um, allegations which are important to um some petty beef from four years ago that doesn't yeah. matter yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course exactly. and like uh, it's we more said... just we i just i mean i tweeted mm. out like i shared our experience our community with them and that like i can see like i i can't i couldn't imagine that he would have done this but you know our, our experience he was a very cold person and a very i thought narcissistic self-righteous person so like my least surprising thing of this whole week has been his vehement denial of it all and i'm sure he believes it too i'm sure he believes his fucking innocence a fucking yeah. dickhead like mm-hmm. it's it, yeah it's yeah, it's worrying like i mean all of the stuff i mean we talked about all this with Luma and brett but like the fact that there's so many different things like from the uh from the rape to the animal abuse to the uh, story, not paying people back money like so many not- odd things um from the most severe to like the most minor but it's just it's so yeah. odd um that there's all these think- different things coming out um it's very I, strange I this is all about not- esco blades all, yeah all of yeah that's that all that not- blades, yeah. i'm not sure i'm not really as, as odd as it was to hear about i'm not really sure how how not paying people back money plays in can you explain that one a little it's bit because um, it came out someone just said people were just talking about their experiences with andy in general and things that um and someone went someone, and someone just great said to yeah. remind everyone that he owes me money he was just it was just uh, someone just said like this is probably really minor but i do want to say that i've lent him money at times okay. and he's just never paid me back and then a bunch of people okay. were like oh my god same like so many people being Lots like, yeah, like a the demonstration same thing of his happened to me and it's just like this other thing that's just like i guess he's just a cunt like like in general on yeah. top of you know so it goes there's you know deeper layers to this and i think least it's just surprising. sort of it's a bit telling um well that he doesn't pay people back money or that he's, no, a, cunt. That he's a cunt yeah that doesn't surprise me i knew that before this week but you know yeah. um, it's oh, it's man. it's a really weird one and uh i mean obviously the animal abuse is the strangest yeah. most odd that, one. that that's gonna be the most that's the one most that, that alarmed me a lot as well um i mean it's all fucking alarming to hear about but the um the alleged animal abuse that was uh mm. that was the one that, that i think i looked at and went what like yeah yeah not 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 in a shit. Way, but, shit. but in a but in a what what the how how the how the fuck does that how does yeah, even happen? like how does that yeah. how do you even how, what apparently was it did he um allegedly stick a cat in a washing machine mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah supposedly allegedly. did the cat survive supposedly. no it died. no, uh, no the cat died dead as fuck obviously you know it's um, it was but, a washing well, machine if you stick a cat in a washing machine it's can you can you it's imagine hard. um slipping up in a treadmill but banging your head against it uh, over yeah, and over that's again true. yeah that's sort of that's sort of um, what that that's sort of the and the the story cat. was that the so there were there were no clothes in the washing machine and he tried to blame it so on it's not the like someone accidentally put the cat in with the, the clothes or something like yeah. that it's like literally the cat's just in the washing machine but the, the, what goes through your mind when you think I that's a good no idea um when you think when that's an okay thing to do probably when you you're the type of guy that rapes people. Probably. Yeah, yeah but it frightens me that this dude had had such an influence in a community that I cared about, yeah. or I still do care about. You know, it's, it's just it, it's crazy. Yeah, and and I think a big thing that's sad is like, hey, look, the Four Pillars community is a separate community. We we we're a gaming community, but it's not just Assassin's Creed is where our roots are, hundred percent. But like, 
we focus on so many other games, if not games more, other games more. Yeah. From mm, like yeah. new games like The Last of Us to Red Dead Redemption, God of War, all that sort of stuff. We're, Kingdom we're Hearts. All encompassing of all Kingdom Hearts, like all those <coughs> things. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. the roots come from Assassin's Creed and... Uh, uh, you know, I made a little statement just addressing our side of the community, and I, I know I know that I, you know, I speak for you guys in in that sense of we're open for people that feel lost and need um, somewhere to just talk about games and entertainment, and you know, be good yeah. people. Um, the Vorpils community yeah. is open. Their Discord is open. There's so many great people there to to get to know and chat to. You know, from as always side of things from our podcast, from the every, all our four separate YouTube channels, like, you know, open invitation mm-hmm. to those Assassin's Creed community members that are like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know where to stand now. Like, the four of us are always going to do our best. You know, we, we fuck up all the time. We, we, you know, we do and say dumb shit, but we, not to this extent, but no, we yeah, always well, try rapist. our best That's, to be, no. no, absolutely not. But, you know, we try our best to, you know, represent the community and, and, you know, make the right call and, you know, we've gotten better and better and I feel like we're going to continue to get better at doing that. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, from our end, I, you know, we stand here um, or sit here at our desk on the <laughs> other side of the world, you know, united at one front and um, we've got each other's backs and, you know, we're, he- we're here um, for the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, our uh, gates are open. Our yeah. gates are open. Uh, now... Uh, James, I need you to explain this to me. I'm not sure how much right. Ethan and George know about this, but there's a big YouTuber or Twitch streamer, I don't yes. know, a guy by the name right. of Pro Syndicate. Yes. He yeah, also James had allegations laid against him. <clears throat> I don't know who this is. Right. I'd never yes. heard of him until this week. Can you explain to me what's going on so, here and who that is? So Syndicate or the Syndicate Project or Pro Syndicate, uh, depending on which platform, is a YouTuber, streamer, uh, online personality uh, who's been around for a while. I used to watch him back in the day in like 2010, 2011, 2012. Um, He started off playing Call of Duty Zombies. Um, He got really big doing that and then also playing Minecraft when that sort of became a huge YouTube thing. Um, I, I honestly, he was a big inspiration for my channel and where, what, why I started and, and what I did. Um, and he, you know, made this huge business and whatever. Um, recently, uh, a online personality, Zombie Unicorn, uh, came out with a statement about her experience with Syndicate, um, and about and rape allegations um, regarding him. Um, and then not long after that, his ex-girlfriend, um, Kate, came out with uh, allegations of her own, which were very similar. Um, and she posted uh, Twitter videos uh, detailing all of that, which were yeah difficult to watch, uh, for sure. Um, yeah. And since then, uh, Syndicate's come out with a statement, basically... I expected a video of some kind for him to respond to it, but he hasn't done that. He didn't even try, did he? It was just a Twitter image uh, that looked like it was just, you know, mocked up in fucking Photoshop in about five minutes where it just says... It might as well have been a notepad, like, apology. Yeah, it was... There was no emotion behind it, no nothing. It was just, I didn't do it, can't believe they said this, these are lies. That was the whole thing. Um, what, this is what his were legal the specifics team. like so, so I, I know we're getting dark but like i just because i don't know like what was 
Um, what was said specifically? There was... Oh, it was so... Because you told me, James, you were 100%... I'm 100% like, sure he's done it. 100% yeah, so sure. What I'd, makes you, I'd be willing like, to bet I'd, my life on it. Yeah, and um, I, I just mean, if, if someone's 100% sure, I, I, like, explain to me, like, what's... Yeah. Yeah, the, like, what is it that, that was so... <clears throat> in the, the, in reason, the same instance, when I saw the accusations on mm-hmm. the Assassin's Creed end, like, it was so obviously true. Yeah. On so many levels, and and it came the vindication came from that that first person comes out, and you're a bit like, oh wow, you're taken aback, and then more people start coming out like, well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where the smoke this fire. What is it about this situation as someone that knows nothing that you're like hundred yeah. percent? Well, the reason, yeah. the main reason for me um, is purely knowing. I mean, obviously, I can't claim to know Kate personally, but I, I was really big into their community when they were both a lot smaller channels um of you know kate has always you've been played, really doesn't kate on a minecraft i played minecraft with, with kate yeah for a yeah. bit <laughs> i was on her server and i've spoken to it. it's sort of like when people can join our discord and talk to us and stuff um yeah, right. i've okay. i've, I've oh, spoken okay. to her before uh i've you know she would always respond to tweets um I, I remember I, I she I, I messaged her once I think it was on Twitter um, because uh, I don't remember it was it was a long time ago I, I was having some issues or something and she spoke to me about it she was really really nice um, and she's always been a very nice very genuine person a lot more than Syndicate has been and Syndicate was always and always has been he cares about his business of course he does because he's a businessman um, He's a personality, and that's his job, and that's what he does. But for Kate, that's never been the case. She's never been big on drama, clickbait, any of that stuff. She's always just done her thing. She just enjoys making content, streaming, all of that stuff. And she's never cared about the views, the publicity, any of it. She's just herself. And I I obviously don't know her personally. And, of course, there's every chance she could be lying. But I would be willing to bet my life yeah. that she's not because it's, it's just not her. And Syndicate is a scumbag with the stuff that happened with CSGO Lotto where he was scamming kids and he basically just came out and said oh sorry I made a mistake I won't do it again um before I previously before that tried to deny it um it was um you, we we know Syndicate's character from that. He's that sort of person that that, that lies. He's a, he's, he's a, a narcissist. He's anything to save face. Um, yeah, yeah I think he's definitely a narcissist. He's a yeah. narcissist. He's a he's he's. I think he's a pathological liar. I think he believes he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And I believe no. Kate one hundred percent. Her story was so. She is such a genuine. There's no way Kate would sit there in front of a camera and yeah, no, cry like that and you know fucking you know speak from the heart and talk about all yeah. these things. And it's not true. I I don't yeah. believe that at all. Um, I believe it's 100% true and there were such specific things as well and she's always said in the past she's a very um, uh, like a very reserved person she's not she's always seemed like like you know she's not you know using her body for views and stuff that not that there's anything wrong there you can do whatever you want but she's not that sort of person and so she's not huge i assume you know in it like she said in the in the in the videos you know he, she was didn't he in, feel was sorry to interrupt was he in a yeah. relationships with these two girls he was in a relationship with kate but he wasn't right. in a relationship with the other one they were they so, were so what did, what did he do like is um it uh it on so with um i guess obviously i i need to go and watch all these videos obviously if they're yeah, yeah. twitter videos um, yeah, yeah yeah there's a lot of information there with the first girl um they were basically sort of friends with benefits is what she said um okay. and she um 
that uh, they always made sure to use to use protection. Um, she didn't want to get pregnant, all of that right, stuff. So they had a sexual relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, he he told her uh, this was like one time or whatever. Um, he he told her one time that oh he didn't have any condoms or whatever, and so mm. she said okay I fine like they've been drinking or whatever, and she was like okay fine, but you you, you have to pull out otherwise you know we can't do it then he agreed but then when it came to it he held her down and um and did it i'm trying not to be explicit here because i we might get age restricted as well but uh you've alluded enough that's yeah and then afterwards he he made he like so then and she tried to get off but he he held her down so he used he used like those certain sexual acts that she didn't want as like domination tactics yeah and then he made her go and get the the morning after pill or whatever and uh yeah, right. and she didn't want to say anything because of how powerful he is and that people might not believe her and people have not like she has gone so much shit and so was Kate after this and and obviously yeah. Kate didn't was say Kate anything similar thing uh similar but i i think worse like, Kate was extended on, for like over yeah because because yeah, they were in a relationship and she always said like she didn't feel ready um to, to be uh in a it was her first boyfriend her first relationship and she wanted to make it clear with him that she didn't feel comfortable yet uh being in a sexual relationship with him necessarily she you know that's just the kind of person that she is um and but he was a religious family didn't she yeah so she was she wanted to remain abstinent is that the right word i think so Yeah. yeah. yeah um but he didn't want that and multiple times he basically has raped her um and yes. yeah. that was that was the story and she talks a lot more in detail Fuck. um but a lot of it is very similar to the original story which is the same sort of uh, not just raping her but w- like I, the same thing that he basically did with the other girl um as well uh so it's oh, it's it's awful and i don't like talking about it especially yeah. because i've watched you know i've i've mm-hmm. i've watched both of these people when i was a kid and I, I, I saw their relationship and one day their relationship just ended out of nowhere and neither of them wanted to talk about it um and i mean now i guess it it makes sense and it did it happened as well while um she'd moved to la um they broke up and that was when she said she uh, in her video she texted a friend to say this thing has happened it is this rape and her friend said yes and then that's around the time their relationship ended so it was probably to do with that. She didn't want to talk about it because of how powerful he is as a content creator. And we've seen, you know, coming out, her coming out with it. Uh, there's a lot of support, but there's also so much, so much more support for Syndicate. Um, yeah. And uh, it's I mean, just to put a, it into perspective. The, the only good thing, uh, the uh, literally the only good thing I can think of about the whole Assassin's Creed side of it is, I feel like there's been more support than not support. If that mm, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which way been, more support for the victims um, which over with good. the Ubisoft stuff. Uh, but yeah. that, of course, that only comes from the fact that they're not sure like Ash um, and Andy and stuff had power, but not in the same way a YouTuber has power. And there was so much, um, like, yeah. I guess there's all those text receipts and there's so much more, mm-hmm. like, visible yeah. proof that you can have. Whereas when you're in a relationship, it's hard to have, you're not filming it. You know, what no. are you going to have text proof of that? And you're in a relationship, you're together all the time. Whereas yeah. these were like online um, things that became personal and physical mm. later. So, and how are um, you going to prove? How are you going to prove rape? Like how? Yeah, no, it's <sighs> it's near impossible um, to do. One of the worst of things, things that Kate said in the video was like, um, when when Tom was like pinning her down and like 
essentially doing what he wanted and she was crying, he was basically telling her, like, you're meant to enjoy this. Which is just... Yeah, like, um, that, like there that was one line time, sticks out in my head. Yeah, like, before... There was that other line as well, the bit that she talked about before he initially um, raped her another time. Um, they were in a hotel room and he was basically saying, like, he, he wanted to have sex and she was like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't f- feel comfortable with that or whatever. And she was crying about it, and he was like, "Oh, you need to fucking grow up. This is what adults do, you know. You, this you meant to fucking enjoy it or whatever." And it, like, it's look, horrible. if if like, just don't be with her. That that should be your like cue to be like, "Okay, I want to have sex. She doesn't, so our relationship doesn't work. So I won't be with you. Yeah. You don't fucking rape her. What? How does that go through yeah, someone's that's head? Fucked. Like, that I, is fucked. That's that's crazy. And I just I like I mean I had no respect for Syndicate anyway after all the shit that had happened. Like he's a complete narcissistic cunt. Well we all about yeah. the um the CSGO scams My you God. mentioned before yeah, and that yeah, stuff. All of that scamming. So and stuff. so he's proven that he's that he's he's that he's Not done credible. things that are morally wrong in the past and that, and that sort of adds him. to the believability of these um I'm gonna use the word allegations here. Don't 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 think I'm saying that to play devil's advocate or not believe mm-hmm. you, but I'm just gonna say this um, because we because in unless we want to get in trouble, we should cover all bases. When yeah, when we look yeah. at his mm-hmm. response to these allegations and things, um, I'm not saying that they're false or whatever. Uh, these allegations, because uh, I I believe you, James, because you are very you 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 trust um what's her name Kate, yeah, and yeah. so I I trust you. There's that, mm-hmm. but Same. say. Say Ale- there were false allegations um, against somebody. How would you go about responding to allegations that weren't legitimate? Like I don't know how I'd um, look at that and take anything necessarily away from that. But yeah, because I don't know which. I don't know how I. If say someone um, levied false allegations against me, which wouldn't make any sense because look at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and let's say that happened. I would no idea how I'd respond. Not a clue. I mean, I would start off by making a video and not having my legal team right. release a statement full of bollocks. But right. also, yeah, like, it would be an instant thing. Like, if, if it'd be an instant reaction because it'd be like, this is fucking not true. I don't, like, instantly. Like, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. be, said, I see oh, it, I wait, oh, days. I need to put together or I've pre-put together this fucking package because I, I, I knew this I was going to come out. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, I.e. Escoblades because that was so fucking weird. Oh, sorry, um, it took yeah, that, so, that, sorry, it took me 60 minutes to put together this. Sorry, it took so long, guys. Who has... Weird. Who has that ready Jesus. in an hour? That is, he had that ready months in advance. I'm sure of it. I'm years, not, probably years. I'm not, uh, so, so he was was he sat there waiting for this day, and he was like, "Finally, I get to use my um, I'm not a rapist um, <laughs> PDF." I get to school all these stupid Assassin's <laughs> Creed fans. No, oh, oh god, ah, oh. he blocked most oh, of them anyway, so I don't think he's. Oh, that's them. true. Yeah, but no, yeah. He, 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 he goes on a blocking spree, and it's fine. He's allowed he blocked to. them all because they asked him when the Ezio collection was coming to PC. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was like, when's the Xbox collection coming to PC? And then he just linked the um, article which said Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Uh, oh, wow. God, he was such a weirdo, um, man. Yeah, but yeah, was, I mean, talking about hard, um, how you would respond, like, yeah, you would instantly, you'd it'd be a very emotional response because you'd be yeah. upset. You'd be offended that someone would lie about something like this and you'd be scared as well seen, yeah it'd be and syndicate's handling of it is it's got guilty written all over it i i, I don't know how people Obviously can't see that um and it's it's strange and there's also things on top of that like oh kate said you know this thing happened in a hotel or whatever in in this place at this time or whatever you could surely you could find proof if you weren't there or this didn't happen or 
or certain events you weren't at or when you weren't in a country like you could i'm sure there is a way you could prove you weren't in a place at a certain time i don't know but it i just guess syndicates handling depends if people keep camera footage i guess from Um, the places they were at yeah but surely you could check through emails and check like like plane tickets or or hotel confirmation emails or something um Although I, I can't even claim to be a, a legal specialist or yeah, <laughs> like an investigator, I know, but but <laughs> I think it's I think it's pretty clear from his response that I mean I think it just confirms Something's even going more on. that uh, yeah it's, it's I, know, guess, I guess I guess I guess you up. make the point there. I just wanted to I just wanted to touch down on that so that we make sure we cover all bases, yeah. like I said, yeah, because yeah, otherwise I we will get in trouble, and that's not what we want. <laughs> No, um, I mean, I mean, we're just not. being honest. We're just being honest, and we're just being who we are. We're not going to get. Ev- we've, I said this before. We're not going to get everything right. We're just trying no. here to 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 speak out about an important yeah. issue that is prominent right now in our community and the audiences that watch and listen to us and consume our content and and friends of ours that um, are affected. That you know, I I said to Brett on Twitter. Brett was you know good friends with Andy there for a minute, and I feel yeah. bad for Brett. Because Brett's my so good do friend. I. I th- mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm, Brett, I'm, I'm sorry. Guy. I'm sorry, you know, that you've lost a friend like this, you know? It's not Brett's Brett's fault. Always been a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. uh, for, for Luma and, or, like, I feel bad for, obviously, the friends I know, but I, obviously, most importantly, the actual victims of it all. Yeah. The actual people yeah, that yeah, went same. through this and it's that have come nice. out and, you know, were, were tough enough to come out knowing they're first. Um, yeah, and it's Absolutely. it's so clear with the avalanche that yeah, has has come down it. on so many Ubisoft personnel, mm-hmm. allegedly. That like it's it, there's no like oh do, do we approve did it happen did it not like what do you mean the scope of this is so unbelievable. Yeah, of how much of a culture issue this is is all over the world for Ubisoft in Europe to North America it's an issue and it's at some point this had to come to light and and potentially this will come to light in the games industry it's not just a Ubisoft issue I'm sure that there's probably a culture issue in the gaming industry that you know look you fucking let's be real there's a huge portion of people that are, if you're that into video games you're studying it and you're into that stuff there's, there's a probably good chance stereotypically you're not the most extroverted person and all of a sudden you miss that stage of fucking life where you know how to talk to a girl properly and all these guys you get them in this these positions of power and here they are fucking abusing it in the in the in the games <sighs> industry like it, it it almost doesn't surprise me that there's this culture <laughs> issue there, and it needs to be stopped now. Yeah, as soon as possible. This needs to be stamped out. And uh, the only thing I could come up with when we were talking in the previous segment was that, like, from my end and what we do with these podcasts, what we do with our videos, and you know, is make the content we love, obviously, and do what we do, but try to be a positive influence on these young men that consume yeah. our content of yeah. how they should behave and respond to this shit because it's I not th- being a fucking incel freak yeah no you see I would have thought that um, not raping people was common sense but evidently not <sighs> so. I, I would go as far as to say and I said this before it's the easiest thing I'd say it's the easiest thing to not do 
Um, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, right up so. there was serial murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two yeah. easiest and, things uh, to not do. And, and it's pretty easy to not rape hell. someone. Yeah, I mean, really even is. if even if you have like little social skills, like women, they don't they, like. You may be a bit afraid of them, but they don't bite. They don't bite. I was really scared you know. of what George was about to say. Women and then he walks. <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, here we go. Women, <laughs> they don't shut their fucking mouths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no. You're going to no, get cancelled. That was the worst time I could have made that joke. I apologise. Oh, well, I'm, just, I'm just a coal mine worker. Don't worry about what I have to say. I'm fucking yeah. worthless anyway. We need to. I'm gonna, we, I'm gonna... at, at some point, we need to have a fucking laugh because fuck, we need it. Yeah, yeah it's been a it's, serious it's, podcast. Like laughter is a medicine. It's not. It's not. Mm. I don't think. Um, I don't think anyone sees us as. I don't think anyone. You know, with, with reason sees that. That say say the odd um, the odd little laugh as anything. You know, malicious against anything that's going on. Like no. at the moment, it's it's all. It's a combination of laughter's great medicine and, to be honest, nerves, because this is really difficult to speak about. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know I'm, I've never been so laugh, nervous yeah. to, to do a podcast. You know what? Like, you've got you to be careful. I hate that we've got to be so careful what we say, because I, I want to... But you have to, because, one, it is a prominent issue, and you want to say the right thing. You don't want to, like, be disrespectful to those people, because it's a serious issue. But at the same time, like, what I love about podcasts is being able to talk to your boys and just let loose. We're, we're friends. <laughs> we're just going to have a laugh. Yeah. We don't take ourselves seriously and... You can't take us seriously. We're just, you know, we're here to have a laugh with each other, and we're the dude, least man. qualified people to be talking about this issue, probably as well. Like, yeah, but it's, it's unfortunately just... we have the biggest platform um, in this community, so unfortunately we've got to do it. It's our, it's what we've got to do. Boys. How did that happen? Um, How the fuck did that happen? Uh, maybe it was uh, got something to do with assassins and creed, and <laughs> the rest oh, of it man. was just history. What do I have? Yeah. The question I have is, what is it with Ash and calling women his lioness? And calling himself <laughs> Tiger. What's that all about? I guess we can. I guess we can talk a bit more, a bit more liberally about what what Ash has um, has done because he sort of confirmed it before he disappeared from Twitter. Well, we all fucking I mean, know he's done it. Come on. Yeah, he basically confirmed uh, it and then ran to... away <laughs> in pure fear. You've sconded in rapid fashion. Because as well, you know, there's you something that you see those Ollie fire said. exit signs above doors. That is Ash. He's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ollie said um, on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, one of our mods, for anyone that doesn't know, said uh, it's interesting because one of the most recent things that came out about Ash uh, referred to things that she couldn't talk about because she wanted people to remain anonymous. And it's sort of their thing to talk about. She didn't want to talk about this thing that someone else is, you know, um, thing to come out about if they want to. But, like, worse things that she can't talk about because these people, you know, because of anonymity... Um, and it's like, what is worse than using your um, dead son to manipulate women uh, into having sex with you? What's, no, what's what worse is, than is that? Worse, is, I'd um, say worse than that. Yeah, but no, but that's what I'm saying. What no, but that's happened, what I'm saying. Right? What is worse than that? Di- is rape? Illegal Has Ash stuff, raped people? Saying. Is, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Is the the potential? Oh, we gotta be careful throwing that um, out there. We can't. Know, we I'm can't not saying this is. Yeah, this, I'm yeah, not. But. This is all speculation on my part, just based on what people have said. Um, just to you know reiterate that. But it's you know it, like this woman said. It like, could be money involved. There could be physical. Could be not paying you know, people back. Fifty Canadian dollars. There could be. There <clears> could be real emotional blackmail. He could have. But uh, but he could have. Like he was. Tar- he targeted several times people in relationships. Mm-hmm. attempted to or or over short terms mm-hmm. like you know trying to contact Luma's girlfriend all those long term things where he had friend, long term friendships with a married woman it, it could it could be like if, if someone's saying it's worse stuff that you know I don't think she'd still be saying that she has love for Ashraf if he's done something that's as bad as that 
but it could be something where he had relationships with a married woman and he broke up a marriage that wasn't just his own. Mm-hmm. So th- it could be stuff as serious as that, yeah. where other people's lives have been destroyed by. <laughs> yeah, by, I guess so. Yeah, that makes are, a lot but, of sense. But again, this is speculation. I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to speculate on this. When people I, say, I really when don't. people say they've heard worse things, that like, yeah, there are a million ways in which it can be worse. Yeah, what, uh, that, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not jumping into not... illegal shit that's like vile, like like an Andy. I, yeah, I, don't 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 I'm... assume anything. Um, it's just interesting that that was said. Is. Um, just what was that about What was it about Ash when he was like? He spoiled origins for that woman, but oh, like, oh yeah, it was, it was in the way weird. of like I think, talking well, I about mean, his own life as if it was origins. <sighs> I think, right. I think, I think, I mean, I, I think it was a bit of a weird tweet to be honest. Um, but it was essentially that uh, Bayek and Aya grew apart because their son died, and that was basically what he was saying. Like him and his wife don't speak much; they're not their relationship isn't great because they lost one of their kids. Um, and that was the story that he used with every single woman that he spoke to um, was the death of one of his children whether we I don't know if, I don't want to claim that he's lying about that but obviously we don't know the truth of it and if it is you know true I feel really bad for his family and for his wife that he's been telling you know something very personal to all these women and using it as a manipulation tactic yeah. that's so fucked up as a father sick, a that's child awful. Um, and don't do that. What I find to think about and it. that's essentially what he was doing was using it as you know that using that to manipulate these women but it's you know essentially like a reflection of bike and i guess i don't know whether he said that or she said that but um that's you know what he was saying uh and it's so, so fucking weird yeah so yeah uh, so it is just i guess I, I don't even know what to think about any of that because i oh it's just it just seems so rough and honestly i, I i've not necessarily seen all of what's been said out there i've only seen bits and pieces and i just god that is that is not for a lot of people that's not the ash that they thought ash was Mm. so that's why it sort of i guess it's hard on the community um that surrounds assassin's creed and you know the people who loved say origins black flag and are anticipating valhalla um there's a lot of there's a lot of wait hang on that's not the that's not the ash that um that's not the ash that you know that we thought he was it's no. like and and i've 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 got i think we've got to say this right is just because somebody makes a game that you really like just because they, they um they're the face of the marketing does not mean you know them as a person no. so mm-hmm. that 100%. what they that they they can be whoever they want to be to a camera, to um, mm. to an interview, to a step, to an audience on a stage, mm. they can, and they can present themselves however they want. Meanwhile, and meanwhile, behind all that, they're human like the rest of us. They yeah. do make mistakes and they have their flaws. Evidently, some have bigger flaws than others, um, but we don't know what's going on. So I understand why it can be can be quite rough because a lot of people idolized Ash for his um, dedication to the brand, but also because he seemed like a good guy. Mm. And I think it's very very much so a minefield when you look up to somebody that you don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you, don't, you shouldn't if if we cut that out, for example. I think it'll be a lot a lot. I think a lot. Not necessarily. I don't. If we cut it out, the um. The, the idolizing people for for their morality when we don't know their morality 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There'll there'll be a lot less of this this shock, like this necessary disbelief. It'll be a lot be a lot easier to look at it impartially and see what's actually going on. Than yeah. there's some people who are flocking to defend him. Like um, when it was just one, like one person came forward saying that Ashes uh, tr- attempted to cheat on his wife and whatever. We'll we'll look to that. Um, I think um, at this point, me and Tyler, for example, had a very similar opinion. It didn't seem like our business, and it was it because it was one thing at this time. But then lots more. Well, it was more just. It's fine that she comes out. That but like it didn't seem like my business. No, but then so one woman had an affair with a guy that really has nothing to do with Assassin's Creed or the video game, and they. they, I just I'm assuming things at the time, right? You're just assuming things. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have a go at this girl, but the fans are going on about. I was like, okay, guys, like. It's not going to affect the game. Like, why are you looking at him as a per? I, what, what what I took from it, I just want to say this because I didn't say this last segment is, I didn't take it as like who cares? It's it's private business. It was like, I don't understand why people are let down by someone they don't know. Like, yeah, no, like, I don't. I can't believe Ash would cheat on his wife. I'm like, what did you know him? That was my reaction. My reaction was like, well, I don't know him personally, so like, what yeah, he no, does I- in his private life, I don't give a fuck. What yeah, like if he's not breaking the law and he's not be like uh, like what we end up finding out right like if he's someone's just on the wife that's their fucking business I don't it's, fuck you man I'm not gonna be your friend I can't be I can't be a friend and I'm not your friend but you're a guy that I like playing their games and you're a bit of a scumbag and that's that but then when other stories coming out and it comes out that it is to do with his position and role and it is to do with Assassin's Creed. Because when you're using your position, and it's not just one affair with one woman, and you manipulate it becomes everyone's business. It's lots of community members over a long period of time with emotional blackmail, manipulation, lies, deceit. It's disgusting, and that then it is everybody's business. Exactly, Ethan. It is everybody's business. It's not one affair, a one-time thing, and you're a liar and a scumbag. It's a complete and utter abuse of power. and it involves it involves your job. It then it literally involved his job is how this happened. So yeah, yeah it de- definitely isn't private now because he's a public yeah, figure no. and he used that as that <clears throat> stage as a public figure to do what he did because he wouldn't have yeah. been able to do it without it. Not in the same way and um and that's the difference. Ultimately, like I said, he didn't break laws, but you go cheating your wife and you go to a bar and a woman doesn't know you and you don't know her and it's just regular even playing for conversation he just becomes a man having an affair and he's probably an emotional manipulator and he's using this woman I feel bad for her yes but that what would that have to do with Assassin's Creed and what he does for a job it wouldn't have anything to do with me but here we are that's not the case it is it is to do with the community it is to do with his job and he should have stepped down and if he didn't step down he should have been forced down and that's the truth that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's another question. Do you think Ash steps down, or do you think Ubisoft suggested that he do something? I think he stepped agreement. down. Yeah, probably mutually. I'm sure they relieved yeah. that he did. Yeah, for sure. It, yeah, because it'll make it a lot easier. I th- I feel like I think I think it wouldn't I, have like let's be real. They haven't done anything to anyone yet, other than suspension. So they even if they had yeah. come to that conclusion with Ashraf, it wouldn't have happened that fast if Ashraf didn't choose. No, to. yeah, no, uh, fair enough. They would have recommended. Maybe, um, no. So if I sh- did this, you know, this move to step down on his own, um, I feel like um, I feel like though what he, you know, what what he allegedly did before is um, is definitely 
not great at all. At least I think it's a dignified move to step down and allow you know that project, this 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 work of art, to move forward um, without the scandal, if you will, without the um, without without the controversy. Just allow yeah. the um, project to separate the person from the project and allow and allow that project to move forward. I feel like that's I feel like that was the right move, regardless of um, regardless of where it came from, for sure, mm-hmm. uh, because it's because I think. Um, we can all agree that it's gonna it's gonna be quite difficult to um to look at a game and think about all the wrongdoings of people that worked on those games did when there are so many people that work on them that that are completely innocent in all this they don't they didn't do any of this wrong they uh, they have the passion to make these games still um and and so it I think it just makes it a little bit easier to do that separation and look at this as the I uh, look at the actions as the individuals as the actions of the individuals. And I feel like um, I feel like that was a good move, is what I'm mm. trying to say. Like yeah. you know, stepping down, whether whether Ubisoft suggested or Ashraf decided that he had to, um, I think it's a move that I, I guess I can I guess I can appreciate. But um, there's also the flip side of could it be a continuation of that um, like emotional manipulation, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that is being played here somehow? Because he did say that um, bits about his life at the end in that there wasn't it wasn't it wasn't uh, this is what's happening. I've got to do this sort of thing. He said that, and then he then he went on to say something his about um, his family, his, destro- his family, and his life is completely destroyed. So he's it making it about himself. Yeah, and it makes me think I there's a little think bit of that there's a bit of manipulation bit of, in that, um, and that's that's what I thought. I I don't want to like obviously sometimes you say you don't necessarily always say things. It's with, like your family uh, life's really mind. destroyed because of you. You fucking idiot. Like yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and then it. Uh, but what? But what I did take away from that is, for the most part, is it separates the controversy from the artwork, and I feel like that's that's important there. Mm. Um, to further this, people have been asking us all. I think I'm I'm sure you've been asked this plenty of times as well. Uh, people have come to us asking, "What do you think this means for Assassin's Creed?" And my my response to this is, "Who cares? I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Who, who cares? That's the least. Yeah. Who cares? There are plenty right of people who work on Assassin's Creed still. Like, do you I think literally that haven't now made Origins thought, on his own. Yeah, I no. literally haven't thought about how Valhalla's going to be. Yeah, literally hasn't crossed my mind. I've the thought game about is probably finished. I've thought real. about the dev team. Like, I've thought about the dev team that is full of great, kind, good people." Yeah. And how they're dealing with it on their project, they've worked really hard on, and because of the actions of a few, is getting tarnished in some ways. And and I hope that their work gets highlighted um, for all the good things they've done, and for those good people that are part of it. So my thoughts are with them too, um, as well. So that's what I thought about, but I haven't thought about the game because I mean no, it must well. be it must be incredibly hard for people like Derby who have worked with Ash on multiple occasions and like are now seeing everything that's happening yeah. to someone that they were close with and worked mm-hmm. closely with you know I can imagine yeah, it's quite difficult so. for them yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, if anyone doesn't like I don't know how to say this right like you can work close with people I've worked close with a lot of people but you don't know what goes on in their personal lives because I've got people that I'm yeah. really close with at work but I don't hang out with them outside of work but whenever I'm at work they're like your best work friend yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that, you know, so people are like, how did certain people not know? How would people not know? It's like, <clears> I'm telling you, if we came out that this happened to one of my work colleagues, I'd be like, well, fuck, I, how could I have known? I had no idea, even though I'm really close to them at work. It's a different, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't know who people are messaging and what they're, yeah, what I they're mean, doing. Human yeah, beings are and so what they good do when at they hiding. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Human beings are so good at hiding what they're thinking and what they're actually doing. And 
hate that shit. You, know, you, you can't know what shit. someone's like, even, even if you like, spoke to them. Even with like your closest friends and family, sometimes you can't know. Like I'm sure there's yeah. plenty of people where, you know, you, you thought you knew your parents and then you find out one of them's fucking having an affair and you didn't know, but they're your parents yeah, right. and they've been dishonest and uh, you had no idea about this other part of their life. Um, yeah. And that's common, you know, so of course Darby couldn't have known um what ash was doing um and i do i do feel for him and i i, I do hope he's doing all right um and yeah. that uh you know i think he he's doing the, i think he's doing the best he can do you know mm-hmm. yeah and i think i think that's another thing in terms of you know for the people that do care about you know assassin's creed ash has gone from the team now support darby um and uh you know he's and he his, obviously still darby cares very much about this project darby statement was brilliant it was should have said. <clears throat> yeah yeah it was hang on let me grab it let me grab it i'll read it uh, well, for everybody say? that hasn't heard it so darby yeah. put out a tweet um good old darby uh, i like darby a, a few lot. days he's ago great. about three days he ago he used to now. follow me on twitter and then he unfollowed me and i don't blame him you you <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame him um but darby said uh, speaking for myself on the endemic abuse that continues to plague our industry everyone in our communities and on our dev teams has a primary right to feel safe valued and respected at all times any behavior that diminishes these core values should be stamped out in my position and role i'm committed to listening more learning more and making myself available for anybody who wants to be heard p.s a special thank you to the assassin's creed community for your passion and dedication over the past decade you make us better just by being here is what he said and uh that sounds like core values that Ubisoft should uphold. Everyone should have a right to feel safe, valued, and respected at all times. Um, and this yeah. shouldn't ever have been an issue that anyone faced. Um, and I hope they take that on board and try and implement that properly. <clears throat> yeah, fair enough. It's not much it's more. Good old, good old, good old Darby. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It's a fair, that, fair that's, that's how you handle it, and you know he's. Yeah, thoughts are with him and the, and the team full of good people. yeah no Mm -hmm. is there anything else any of you wanted to say on this stuff before we move on i'm sure there was but i can't think of it now because it's all a bit of a it's all a bit of a fuzz like it's it's very stress it's very stressful to to talk about and i think we can all sort of agree on that and there's only so Mm. much that we we can say because we're we're as far as um most of it goes you know we're not necessarily involved in what's gone on we can only know so much um so it's it's a bit it's a bit hard to know what to say like you said again and so i think um i don't know there was something i wanted to say though but i just can't remember it and you know we'd we'd be the first people to hold our hands up and admit that we were wrong if it comes out yeah some people you know the allegations were incorrect you know we would we would come out and and we would admit you know okay we got it wrong but in this case personally i mean i believe i believe the victims Mm mm-hmm yeah, and I've said this. Yeah, I've no, said this as well that that with regards, there's a lot of people's first instinct is to go show me proof, and I don't think I think the first instinct you should have when somebody speaks about something this serious is to take it fucking seriously. Yeah, you need and, to take it seriously always, and to take it support seriously. that person, not to blindly necessarily, but especially like I said this before, when it's a one-on-one situation, not to blindly believe it necessarily, but to take it seriously and sympathise with that person. Yeah, um, no. At don't the very least, it's, it's not about don't a, don't attack don't attack that person. Don't attack, no, you know what I mean? Like, where's the proof? Yeah. You're a piece of shit. You're a liar trying to ruin their life. Like, if you're not sure, shut the fuck up. That's yeah, okay. I don't blame you. I don't. But if you don't know these people, and an allegation comes out, how are you supposed to know what's true and not true? None of us are experts. 
I don't think it's... Un- I, it's totally reasonable, and I'll always stand by this. Like, I, I can't know if I don't know the people. I can't know if I don't know the people. So I'm mm-hmm. never gonna... First thing something comes out, be like... It, unless... Obviously, it's always case by case. Because sometimes it comes out unequivocal proof. Sometimes it comes out, you're like, wow, that's a, you know, crazy, like, wow, what a hard story to tell. Sometimes it, there's been allegations in the past. It just is. It has happened that it's like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I think that's, it's okay not to be sure, but that doesn't mean you can be a piece of shit to someone. It means maybe, wait a minute, to see what comes out. Are more people going to yeah. come out and corroborate? Is evidence going to come out to the contrary? You're allowed to not be sure and mm-hmm. take it seriously and not attack the victim. And if you choose to support the victim, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Have that sympathy, yeah. support that victim, and then be willing, if it comes out the other end, and it's not necessarily what it, what you thought it was, to be able to admit that you were wrong and you, you, know, you see what's come out. I... Ethan and I both were on the same page when that first uh, first Ash story Ash. came out. Um, that look, it's a private matter. We were both wrong about that, and I yeah. publicly said I was wrong. Like, I've, I've, obviously things come out, and I've you know come changed my mind, and I was wrong on that. And yeah, it's no, okay same. to be wrong. I don't think you. How are we supposed to be able to talk about this? if we can't get it wrong because people the whole point of this is for it to come out the whole point of this is for us to be able to have a fucking conversation about it for these victims to be able to come out and feel comfortable to come out and and speak the truth and how are we supposed to talk about that and have a dialogue and fix a problem if you have to think one way about it we've got to be able to have conversations we've got to be able to be wrong and then admit we were wrong We've got yeah, to be able definitely. to, you know, come at it from a, a reasonable way. Because yeah. this affects people's lives. Both people that are accused and the victims, are, lives are destroyed through this. Yeah. If there's mm-hmm. a false allegation, that's going to destroy that person's life. That victim that it happened to, that's destroyed their life and probably for years until they were able to come out and say it. So it's a serious issue. And yeah, absolutely. We, you can't jump in as an outsider and obviously not 100%, but you can jump in and have the dialogue, be reasonable, be kind, take it seriously, have sympathy and empathy for the victim, be willing to listen to the other victims, be willing to then listen to the rebuttal and if it's full yeah. of shit, it's full of shit. If it's not, yeah. and you have questions, you're allowed to have questions. That you, it, it can't yeah. be black and white. That's not. It's not. It's. It's. We know what's right and wrong, but the, these are called allegations for a reason. And yeah, what's come out in these, and obviously what we're saying is what's come out in these Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft case this week is avalanche, massive scope, more or less unequivocal proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. I would like. I unbelievable if they weren't true it would be so the most wild shit ever if somehow i just i all of us i think agree we all believe these stories and victims have come out especially of these main ones we've been following mostly obviously the small ones that have again you've got to watch your words i don't mean small as in the issue small i mean like 
we've only heard like one one DM that's been screenshotted by an anonymous person. That's all we've heard. And so I'm like, okay, I don't know a lot about that. So it's a, it's s- s- less evidence less or less covered. of us less covered. That thank yeah. you because I don't want to. Yeah. We all know like it's again it's hard to speak about. Whereas yeah, the, then there's other other people and topics where it's an avalanche of information. And it's like, well, this I know way more about. There's way more to go off and way more to discuss. But yeah. I just want to be clear here. Like, I, I hate that I sit here and I feel sick talking about this because I'm worried about what we're going to say when I don't... I just... I think we're all reasonable people. Just be kind. Have some empathy. And and be reasonable. And, and be able to be wrong. And be able to admit you're wrong. Um, yeah. If... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just rambling now because when I get nervous, I, mean, I ramble. A, That's what I do. A complex, no, yeah, same. complex issue never has simple solutions. That's the way I see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I understand that completely. Uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to attacking people though, like when people are attacking the victims or they're attacking the the accused, like this is st- this is still in the allegation stage. Well, yeah, sure, we believe what we're hearing and that's that we have empathy for the victims and things but we're not going out of our way to directly attack the people that the allegations are like put against if if you will like what what i recommend doing is not really that sure look look into it listen to both sides if you can come to a conclusion that you know if if you want to i wouldn't jump to any but if you want to if you want to you know figure figure it out for yourself and see what you believe then that's absolutely fine but i don't think i don't think it's okay to um to attack people on a half story um especially not say someone who's coming forward as a victim because that's it's not right like, obviously you approach it with empathy all the time you have to uh, you you have you have to do that because otherwise you, there's not there's no two ways about it you're just a dickhead yeah. um so I think it. I think it's very important that when you look at these things, that you don't necessarily you, you can say what you think, you can you can express your thoughts, but don't necessarily jump the gun and attack someone directly or mm. or necessarily indirectly. When we say things like, when we say things about the accused as like you know mm. saying scumbag and stuff like that, which we've said, we're saying that based on the allegations and based based on the you know that. That particular what's the word i don't know what it is that that particular was it that particular angle yeah. come on dennis what the fuck what's the fuck is wrong with that dog man he yaps all the time <laughs> <laughs> he's telling Classic me off dennis. talking about rape and that stop it bless man. his heart old oh, dennis it's good old dennis his brother died recently no no uh, what a shame for his, his brother's name was guinness that that is that is besides the point shit so <laughs> what i'm trying to say is when i'll say it you're allowed to be. You're, you're allowed to get it wrong, like Tyler said. You, you, you are allowed to. You have um, to be. Not know. Or else, how are we you supposed to ever solve this? You have to be this. willing to be wrong. You have to be willing to be wrong. Like if you, if you have a piece that you want to say, you, you, you feel free to necessarily say it. But I don't think there's ever a time where I think I'll directly um, go after, say, a victim, um, even if I don't necessarily believe them. If I if, say they say I didn't believe somebody. I wouldn't attack them directly because that's not. It doesn't right. add Coming anything forward, to the discussion. Uh, yeah. Regardless, it doesn't add anything. Yeah, like you said, and regardless, they're coming forward in a place of vulnerability. You should, you should embrace that in at least some way. You don't mm-hmm. have to believe it necessarily, but you still have to approach it with empathy and care. And 100%. you know, and if you're going to get involved, you've just, you've got to be. Yeah. And when it comes to when it comes to the accused, until, 
until you know we see the end of what's going on here i don't think we'll ever necessarily know like absolute 100 percent for sure but we can we can come to we can look at the mountain of um the mountain of accusations of um of dms of things that have come forward and we can you can make an educated um not a guess you can make an educated deduction from all that and Mm -hmm. that's and that's and that's fine you can do that but i don't think there's ever a time where i'll um i'll go out of my way to attack either party because it's just not going to do anything yeah is what i'm trying to say it's not going to do anything besides make you look like a little cunt and the truth of it is you don't want to be a little cunt because twitter's full of those (laughs) so let's avoid that Oh, there was some guy responding to one of your tweets. This is completely unrelated. Last night, who was correcting your grammar? Oh yeah, I, I, I had a bit. I had a bit of. He missed a comma in one of his responses as well, and I thought I'd highlight that, but I didn't. Oh, what a shame. Oh god, but like I said, don't be a, don't be a dick. Don't don't be a cunt. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, li- cunt. Life's simple. Yeah. Life's simple. Yeah. Don't be a. Just cunt. Be a nice guy. Not maybe not a nice guy. I try my hardest. I try my hardest to be a. I try my hardest to be a nice guy, but sometimes, I, I you know. I, I kind of like fail in that, <laughs> like everyone does. Like we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Um, we're, do- we're not all we're not all rapists. Fuck that. <laughs> God. Uh, but Jesus but, fucking you know, Christ. We, sorry, that was not meant to come across as dark. That is just a general point. We are we all make mistakes. It, <sighs> yeah. But no, you know, I, we have I to we have to approach saying. we have to approach human beings as human beings. Is my mm. point. Yeah. And I feel like that's. That's 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 a level of care and dignity that sometimes goes amiss. Sometimes people forget that. I think, especially yeah. on Twitter, where people attack everyone. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a sometimes. Uh, Twitter it's was an exhausting like, monster. Like no man's land on yeah. Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, look, um, obviously our thoughts are with the victims here in this case, um, and what we've discussed. There's been a lot discussed today. Yeah. Um, with the four of us and, and with Luma and Brett, it's been it's been intense um, conversations, but it's important to have. And as I said at the yeah. start of the show, I said that um, look, I didn't want the As Always podcast to be, um, you know, I didn't want to go and approach any victims and ask them, "Oh, do you want to come on my podcast?" And, no, because you know what I mean. Like I, this, that's not what that I would want this to be. That would have been very. And... Well, it just would have been in poor taste for me to try to like. I, I have no interest in this show being a place that I'm trying to get viewers or James and I trying to get viewers by capitalizing on an event like this. But at the same no, time, I don't yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, we're talking about this and we're not giving a platform to the victim to speak on it. So I just like, I said this at the top of the show, it's an open invitation. If anyone feels the, like they want to speak out, that needs a platform and needs a voice we're happy to be that but we're not here to like go out and and invite anyone or try to chase uh you know views or anything or capitalize on this i have no interest in doing that Uh, you know we're we're a platform here and we have an influence and if anyone needs it we're here for it um but at the end they were also a bunch of four of us we're a bunch of idiots and we talk about video games yeah. and laugh a lot like that's basher who we gamers. are we're just we're a basher gamers we are a basher um, gamers that's it and we just and we're, and we're and we're idiots and we're definitely not qualified to talk about this but here we are um and it had to be addressed and we have to be able to talk about it we have to be able to but talk the main about thing it. is we're reasonable idiots i think, I so. think so we yeah. know we're stupid it's great <laughs> 
That's fantastic. the biggest problem with idiots these days is most of them don't know. Some of them idiots. aren't self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them think they are the shit. Um, yeah. They, and we're they probably... get about thinking he's got the biggest idiot dick brain going, and no, he yeah. just don't. And I'm certain there's going to be clips out of this podcast. People are like you said this. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. But I didn't. Man, you know, we're going to fuck up in this. I'm sure we're fucked up in this podcast, and someone's going to take oh, something absolutely. out of con, either out of context that we didn't mean, or take it away we didn't mean it, or. Or we did Fine. fuck up or something, and we said, so, you know what I mean? Like we, people, we're rambling. Like I said, people we're make try- mistakes. You got to approach this as human beings. Yeah, um, we'll own it otherwise. if we do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, uh, I think um, treating human beings as human beings is a good way to go forward. But yeah. you never yeah. know with some with some things, do you? Um, it's just, it's just a, it's been a bit of a, been a bit of a serious episode this one, Japs, isn't it? Oh, it really really has been. It's been the most serious. I'm so <sighs> bloody, I'm so tired. It's a long so one too. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Was, was there um important anything else you guys felt like you needed to get off your chest to talk about on this uh, on this topic? Not from me. Mm. Uh, I think, uh, I think it's important that um, all those coming forward know that um, that that we respect them and that we. Um, we do appreciate them coming forward with this because whether or not we heard about it, this stuff was clearly going on, uh, mm. at least at least to some to a, to a, to a, to, an, to, an, to a massive extent, at the mm. very least, considering the like you said an avalanche of things that are coming out, and I think it's I think it's important that, that these um, these victims coming forward and understand if any of them are if any of them are listening or watching or or whatever that you know we have res- we. we we admire the bravery that it takes to step forward and you know to confront these things head on like they're doing now and to um and you know to to be willing to be vulnerable about it and to to help people understand what's going on so that you know so that it doesn't happen again and that and the prospect of these things not happening happening again shouldn't be some some naive belief mm-hmm. because although that's what it it, it can probably be seen as at this point because I doubt we're going to stamp out like sexual harassment or sexual assault in a day. But I think I think that that belief that you know the future the future should be bright. It it shouldn't it shouldn't be naive. It shouldn't. It should be it should be what we can all believe to to happen. And uh, I don't I don't know about that one um, being being the the case right now. And that's the I think that's the saddening part. But all these people coming forward are helping make that more believable because they're coming forward and they're they're sharing their stories and they're not letting this go this this go unheard and ignored and things like that and i feel like that is incredibly important and admirable if you will if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure and what i'm certain of is that we'll, we'll do our best to keep our little corner of the internet clean yeah, we'll that's, that's yeah. the promise we'll, we'll but i get try. up to a lot of crime so yeah true <laughs> ethan does get up to a lot of crime but most of it <laughs> <do> is <laughs> theft so imagine if you get to editing this um this podcast and you realize i've been sat here in a balaclava <laughs> the time, the time. <laughs> part of me was i was not tem- i was not even tempted but part of me just realized i have that balaclava <laughs> but, oh god oh, yeah no you know, um yeah. but then there's the then there's the prospect as well going forward if we if we look at the um the Ubisoft side of what's happened, um, you, this could be. Uh, I think I had a conversation with um I forget what is it, I think uh, you know Memento Gallery I think is at yeah. His, mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, he, he, he said this could I think he said something that was really quite you know really quite you know I th- this is this is what I hope to believe anyway mm-hmm. he said there is something good about all this surely all this garbage be, must be taken out at some point might be the perfect opportunity for a creative revolution. 
um, and and what it means by this is, could it rejuvenate the work ethic at say at companies like this at Ubisoft, where people are brought down by these things happening? And if once these, the, you know, all these bad seeds, if you will, are weeded out and removed, will that will that rejuvenate what's going on? Will that mean that the industry will improve? Does that does that and to what extent will that happen? I know it's not necessarily relevant to the real world. 100% what's relevant is that these things don't these these things don't go unpunished and absolutely but I feel like it's a good I feel like it's a good positive outlook for these th- to, to, to add on to the end of these things if you will that mm-hmm. going that going forward things will only get better once these things are out mm-hmm. yeah the industry yeah. has to improve like if it doesn't then we're fucked it can only be yeah. better from this point on you would think after coming out depends and on how about much we've heard things. um you know I would think You'd Whether or not think... what we've heard is a tip of the iceberg or not, as um, well, like we've, as provided, you'd, you'd hope basically. Like I, I'm, I'm hopeful, but like, like I said, yeah. really, it's I would be. Well, it's like Luma, uh, Luma said on on the on the section before the, uh, or it might have actually been off air, but he said that um, he doesn't think there's going to be, from what he knows, he doesn't think there's going to be any more allegations come out for new people. If there's anything else, okay. it will be additional stories for what we've heard. Obviously, he could be wrong, but uh, with Luma being familiar with with Ubisoft, Luma, he doesn't have any other suspicions of other people. Uh, Luma's got a well. I think he doesn't have any suspicions of who he knows. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there could definitely be some other bits and pieces, but uh, I, I, I mean, look, that's something also I would like to say, um, sort of as I guess as a closing point for this topic is just that. If if you do uh, if you do know anything and if, if you if you haven't come out um, for whatever reason um, you um, you have our support in doing so if um, you're worried about what people might think or the response you might get to you. Um, yeah, yeah if, if 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 you need that push or you're you're not sure about you know whether you should come out with something even if it's just minor um, because sometimes coming out with something minor can make someone else come out with something major if if you've had a, a dealing with someone at Ubisoft that nobody's talked about yet and you thought it was a bit strange or you were creeped out by it or anything there is no harm in talking about that particular thing because someone else could have had had it way worse and then by them seeing that someone else had an experience that was uncomfortable with a particular employee at ubisoft they could come out with their story and they could feel pushed to do that so don't feel like something that you think is maybe nothing something that you brushed off because like i said luma thought that when ash you know messaged his girlfriend he thought oh just a misunderstanding or whatever there's nothing to it but when you know this bigger stuff came out he thought oh there's there is there is more to it and so did everybody else and so all of this came out so um if there is anything like that don't uh don't feel that you won't be supported by i mean us but the greater community as well i think after everything that's happened um really we want to bring everything to light and get rid of these people that are doing these things and abusing their power and manipulating women so um i think that's really really what i want to say on the matter yeah 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 totally well said well said um, I don't know if we can go into anything else, <coughs> to be honest, on this show. Like, yeah, no, like, I don't. Where know. Do we like, go? I think I, I, it'll be incredibly out of place now. To yeah, to I mean, I wanted to end on a happy else. note, like try to talk about some video games or something. But I think I think this uh, podcast is is what it needed to be, and it was about this topic, and it was completely mm-hmm. highlighting this. Topic oh yeah, from start uh, honestly, to part of me is not sure if we should cut the list, um, the Patreon list. I, I mean, I know people support us, but it's also a bit inappropriate. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't agree know, people with you. I think, we should. I think we should. Do you want to yeah. re-record a different introduction to the podcast, or do you want to just cut the list? Or I think we should just cut. Could you cut the list? I, yeah, I can just cut the list. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm sure people they do this all the time, by the way. This. Yeah, we talk about business on on the podcast. We don't talk about business off air. This because this is who we are. We are who we are on air yeah, and off is, air. You're not going to find do, our yeah. fucking secrets about us. This is who <laughs> we are. You are always yeah. going to get us for real like this. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's. I think. I think in this case, I think people on Patreon would understand that uh, the the list isn't appropriate on this show. This show is is, is dedicated to victims of this. Yeah, it's not about yeah, us. Absolutely. It's not yeah, about us. Yeah. Certainly not about us making fucking, you know, views or money or cloud. Or, like, this is... I want this to be highlighting these stories mm-hmm. and, yeah. and addressing yeah. it and making it a discussion. So it's not something people are afraid to talk about, both if you're a victim, but also if you're someone on the side that's like, look, I want to support him, but I don't know how without, you know, I'm afraid of getting in trouble and say the wrong thing. And it's like, well, would you be okay with getting things wrong? Have the discussions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know? You won't be in trouble for getting things wrong if you're willing to admit that you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that, that's, that's, that's way to look mm-hmm. at it. That's yeah, it. definitely. As long, right. as long as you're reasonable, no matter what, yeah. you'll be fine. And well, I think we've I think we've managed at least that. Even if we have gotten some things wrong, um, we've been we've we've managed to be reasonable, and I feel like that is um, that that's good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, um, to have these discussions. Well, boys, um, appreciate you coming on and having this, you know, conversation uh, yeah. with us. No worries whatsoever. Yeah, and, and I hope that the next time, you know, the four pillars are together on the As Always podcast, which will be sooner rather than later, probably episode one thirty, and uh, we oh, yeah. can have a bit more of a, I guess, hopefully Assassin's a lighter, Creed discussion. lighter topic. A laid-back discussion. I'd love one Will of you those. You talk about where the modern day is going in Assassin's Creed. Shut up. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to talk about the modern day of Assassin's Creed. So you know, subscribe this is a great, for that. This is, Stay tuned. How about the top five uh, polygons in Assassin's Creed Oh, God. Three? Okay, this yeah. needs to stop. Oh, man. Fuck it. Jesus. That'll be fun. Right. Thank you, boys. And and thank you, everyone, who has listened or watched um, mm-hmm. this episode of the SOS Podcast. Yeah. Um, appreciate your, your support um, and and you know do do your research on these topics educate yourself and um, you know I'm not going to tell you what to think you know I think what I think and you know no. educate yourself and I'm, I'm sure yeah. you, you can see the truth through this so mm-hmm. I'll leave a bunch of links in the description to, to tweets and these uh, specific allegations we've talked about and the big thread uh, that uh, was his name, Denny the villain, uh, has yeah. posted on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, yeah. there'll be a bunch Actually, of stuff there for you to for you to check out um, and read yeah. over. All right. Thank you everybody for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time. See you later, boys. Yeah. Take care, Bye, everyone. Bye.